when I first... Yeah, you go. What was that? Okay. When I first met Rowan, I was in fourth grade, probably, I think, is when we first met. And um, you were a large person. Um, I think you were one of the biggest kids in the class, right? Yeah, that's fair. Um, And you were very intimidating. But then after getting to know you a bit, I was realizing that you're not actually intimidating. You're just good at pretending to be intimidating. When I first met Rowan, I was walking back from recess in Vinland. And uh, he was walking behind me. But I was walking a little bit slow. So he said, speed up. And then kicked my ass. <laughs> um, let's see. So this guy is... Uh, I, actually, let me... Instead of giving him an actual introduction. So you've heard how Dylan and I met him. Now I'm going to take you through uh, the texting conversation that we had to get Rowan to get here. So I said... So he, he originally was going to come on. Give the days and times as well. Okay, so this was Tuesday. Tuesday at 10.20 p.m. I say, yo, are you still interested in doing a podcast? He says, sure. Depends on when. Sunday may be a possibility. What's it look like on your end? Also, I want to take a moment to apologize for the inconvenience I caused, which was he canceled on us for a different podcast. It's appreciate The apology is good. So I said, all right, I'll talk to Dylan and see when he's done or when he's done with work to see if Sunday works. He would want to be there if you're on. I appreciate the apology. You say, thank you, man. He says, Ron says, thank you, man. So Wednesday, 8.57 p.m. Does Sunday work? Thursday, 11.38 p.m. If so, what time? This is me. Then you say 4. And then I say Sunday at 4 p.m. Friday. I say, hey, is that a yes? Rowan says, didn't Dylan have church? I say, no. (laughs) And especially not at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Rowan says, all right. Is Sunday the only available day? I say, no, that's the day you said. Bruh. And but then, it worked out. We didn't think he was going to come. We didn't think you were going to show up. Until today. But anyway, so we have with us the, the um, blossoming entrepreneur. Uh, blossomed blossomed entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Not blossoming. You've blossomed. <laughs> well, he's not hit his peak yet. I, I guess blossoming. not. No. It's a more... Still going. Um, Smooth talker with women. Mm -hmm. And terrible texter. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Rowan Iden. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I I don't remember any of of, uh, the elementary school, but uh, I guess I appreciate you bringing back my memory. But yeah, you see, I'm not even known yet, and I already have the star complex with how I am getting onto a show. I it's think, already just as difficult, yeah. even though I've done nothing to deserve to be this way. Yeah, you just need a manager. I just need a manager. See, the thing is, like, Dylan is the same way. Like, Dylan's insanely creative, and, like, he's one of the most intelligent kids that I know. Yeah, definitely. Right? Certainly. But, and I'm not the same level as Dylan, but I have, like, but the thing is, because Dylan is so, he's, like, so good in that sense, and he's an insane improviser, like, really, he's really good at oh, yeah. just you know coming up doing his thing right but he i we just i cannot get him to cooperate a lot of like it's most of our interactions are have been reminding him or 
trying to get him to I mean at this point he's gotten a lot better at it but I have so many memories of just trying to like work with him and get him to uh like reach his potential what's well, it's the it's whole like, thing that it's like ah, never mind there's a cost I don't know I, to all that genius <clears throat> well okay way, right? that feel I feel strange actually like complimenting me too much the volume's done yeah. by one no but I mean if you're have you know if you have a, a weird like a weird work ethic and not weird in a bad way I, I think I have a similar one it just shows in different ways yeah uh at least on my end the little things like I, I'm in it for the big picture yeah like, I'm in it for here yeah. I don't like planning for here I, it's a necessary step it's a necessary step but mm-hmm. the way my brain works I'm more worried about getting here and you know at least in this case having a good time with yeah. you fine gentlemen and it's less about all that goes around I don't know I don't get it's the details I, I don't yeah so i it's like i don't want to i don't want to spend ages like planning oh which day works best it's like oh that day i'm gonna have like i just want to fucking do it like now yeah yeah yeah, exactly i think we're all the same way except that i'm like i have the since i'm not quite as like i'm not as the creative as you guys are i think impulsive no i think what it is is i think you are the most mature about it dylan still has no idea I know, but I'm not willing to do anything about <laughs> yeah. it. That's what <laughs> I really that's think. It. Yeah. I think you you're on the third level here. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But the thing is, it's it's all like balancing, right? Like I I learned, I learned. Uh, let's see, every day, for the past sixteen years, that everyone's stupid, right? <laughs> like there's everyone's an idiot, and no one's an exception. In some way. It's just yeah. It's like where you're an idiot and where you're competent. Yeah. And uh, I think that <clears throat> that's where I'm more competent than you guys, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Also, are, you, are you less of an idiot than the others? <laughs> Everybody well, sucks. Yeah, Everybody yeah. sucks, but do you suck less? Yeah. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's like Elon Musk, freaking genius. But it's like he likes like emo girls that like like wearing he does? cat ears. Yeah. Oh, he, he likes that. <laughs> Don't ruin him for me. Yeah, it's like, oh. Then again, you kind of like, well, I mean, not everyone's perfect. And he's like, can't, he's socially inept. It's because he's South degree. African. <laughs> White South African. I think, yeah, <laughs> it's, weird, some, yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah, South African. Yeah. It's what weird. happens when you mix the cultures. Yeah. You know? So you've, uh, what, what, what's your ethnicity look like? <laughs> Uh, we Rus- gotta get this because yeah, people really this. don't know you until okay. they know your ethnicity. All That's right. my philosophy. Russian, Native American, somehow I don't know some tribe from uh, Oklahoma. That's your mom. Mom, somewhere in your know. family tree, they were just like, "I'm." Gonna, we did the. We did I'm the going ancestry. to give this person yellow fever. Like, yeah, I'm we did the in the. the uh, we did the ancestry, and then Russian my, and Native American, and then and then my wow. mom, and then my dad uh, from Morocco, North Africa. We mm-hmm. looked at his map his spit thing his ancestry mm-hmm. it's like north africa it's all it's a bunch of tribes that mix them yeah so yeah. He, he's just literally north african he's pretty much the representation of that people he's light-skinned right. he looks mexican so That's have you thing. have you he traveled yeah to africa i have i've seen the family the second half of the family during the during the height of the ebola crisis oh, geez. which is ironic but see it wasn't a concern because see there were actually spouts of Ebola in America at the time. Yeah. So if you look geographically, I was farther from the nearest Ebola outbreak uh-huh. mm. than you guys were in America. That's interesting. See, was where was th- it? Where was the nearest Ebola outbreak? Like, oh, it was in like Texas. It was in Texas. Something like that. Oh, but you guys were still far away from. We, that. I was in North Africa, Africa and the, the nearest was in Ghana. 
that's the Ivory Coast. That's where all the the slaves and colonialism. Okay. And I was actually, if you look, did the math, I'm farther. Um, but I didn't tell anybody I was going. I was gone for a month, right after winter break, and I told no one I was going in in sixth grade, and everyone thought I died. <laughs> of I, Ebola. I texted some Texas friends Ebola. like throughout because you know it, the message rates. I think for some reason in Germany, I was able to send texts without getting charged a thousand dollars a text or whatever yeah so i told like chris and a few other like close ones but i guess they didn't spread the word so i came back and like oh my god i thought you died i thought you moved blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so it's kind of funny yeah. but yeah i've traveled i've been all over europe i've been in north certain parts of north africa that was safe to go with my mom yeah because she's like white yeah Wait, we're careful. like do you have any crazy stories uh from I traveling <laughs> yeah anything cool that you've yeah, seen yeah i saw some guys hunting uh, and Nigeria is just a little bit below. It's rich from oil, but it's still really ghetto. Yeah. We saw guys like hunting elephants illegally. For well, I- Nigeria. It's ivory tusks and the stuff. The people of Nigeria don't see any of the oil money. Yeah, they know? don't see it's it. Only the, like 1%. Yeah, it's yeah. all the companies. Yeah. So we, people were trying to, sh- they were hunt, we, they hunt, we saw them hunting illegally and we saw them offering us tourist Irish. Everybody thought my mom was British. Yeah. Like, British, British, come here, British, pound, pound, <laughs> 30 pound, uh, fake roller. I, I didn't see anything too crazy because, again, we were really smart on where we traveled. Yeah. And we didn't see any starving kids. We stayed, I guess, in the nice areas, the mm-hmm. domesticated. Um, but we, we didn't see, good. we just saw a bunch of illegal, like, we saw international crimes, like selling things that shouldn't be sold, black market. That's all we saw. But we didn't see any violence. Or we oh, didn't but you didn't see, like, the slave black market. No. <laughs> no. We don't, not, um, the, not the Red Room business no we just saw like uh um we saw like uranium and shit wait what <laughs> yeah really? so at uranium. the markets is ridiculous <laughs> it's like buy uranium buy uranium <laughs> depleted uranium yeah because you can put those in bullets what it's shit you're not it's crazy jesus and yeah. just depleted they get uranium. like they get like radioactive i mean it'll make you sick yeah <laughs> unless you get it treated God. um but that's yeah, that, that was crazy. Um, we saw, oh, I think the craziest thing were the snake charmers, man. Snake charmers? Oh, yeah. On the street. It's like, you know how someone will play the guitar for money? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These the, dudes will have some snakes and they'll screw, they'll have like 10 like boa constrictors laid out on a mat and you can come take a picture with it. And oh, they, have, they yeah. have cobras, like the real cobras with the weird tr- symmetrical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, headgear. Headgear. Yeah. And I'm um, seeing, I know those are poisonous, and I've seen t- enough Indiana Jones movies to stay away. Yeah. And those guys are bringing them towards me, and I was freaking me out. Yeah, that's weird. That's right. kind of was, but it was yeah, really I mean, domestic. It was really domestic. I've seen a few, I've seen a few like snake, snake charmers here in America. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there are. But yeah. I but guess see, I, I, I guess it's wrong for me to assume, but I feel like the, the regulate, I don't know. I feel like it's more, <laughs> it's less kept over there. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, the bigger the system me. is. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, nothing. Oh, okay. Um, Every anyway. girl I've been with calls me the snake charmer. The snake charmer. Snake. Charmer. Oh wait, that sounds really gay. You should, yeah, that sounds <laughs> really <laughs> gay. And you, you should write a song about that. You write a song it's about like you over that. you overcame your ED. Yeah. The snake charmer. <laughs> yeah. That's what they. You call them. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you call them the snake. I charmer. mean, I don't know what kind of yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <There we go. laughs> right. no, no, no. What's there's that video that's going around. I mean, it's really old, but I guess it's just getting big now. But the video of the the the, the graph of like of which women you should date or like which women you should have what interactions with it's the graph of hotness to craziness have you heard of this no and it's it's called the wife chart right like the wife yeah something like that the wife table whatever but it's like so that you have to find the perfect ratio of like crazy to hot yeah but 
in the bottom corner, which is like really hot and not crazy at all, is trannies. Yeah, so that's what, that's no, what but that is found. crazy. I mean, that's a different kind the of snake charmer. The only the <laughs> only chick that isn't crazy is a dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the oh, is I what see. it's trying I to see. say. I don't know, but guys are crazy. Guys can be crazy. I mean, they that's can. True. I know crazy yeah. guys. Like, what's but our, they're like crazy in a different. We're just way using than girls. N- first names. Yeah, Peyton. Yeah, that's a crazy wild. dude. He's crazy, He's ridiculous. He yeah. makes me look vanilla, <laughs> and I almost get intimidated by it. Almost crazy. Do you do you get intimidated by anyone, Ron? You're God. very much. You very much have like the. God. Uh, Even then. No, here's no. why. Because I realize everybody is very insecure and literally. So no. are you insecure about stuff? Oh yeah. Do you have your insecurities? Everyone's insecure. Oh about yeah. Stuff. I would be. I would be lying if I said I didn't. I think, to be honest, I think it's a lot less than most people, especially God. The girls I've talked to and some of the guys, the shit they tell me. It's nothing in Hale's comparison, but there are a few things. But the difference is, I don't let it bother me. But I, I, mm-hmm. I guess there's some. I guess um, there's primal intimidation. For instance, when I was walking in Brooklyn, I saw a few big homeboys, and I could see the freaking Glock in their yeah yeah, yeah. in their like yeah and and like that. I'm intimidated because I know like let's be smart, bro. Let's just nod, yeah. look in the eyes, say hey. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Just walk by. I saw nothing. Yeah. And um, yeah, I feel like I would I would not be good in that environment because I or I have a tendency. I've been to Seattle, and uh, you just t- run up to them and say the n word or something. I probably dumb. Yeah. No, no, because no, I I look everyone in the face, especially because if I'm not wearing my glasses, I have to look everyone in the face just so I can kind of get a yeah, feel get for a the feel. people, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I, I want to know who's I want to know who's in this area. I want to know what what kind of people are. What they're yeah. you can tell a lot by someone's face, like what emotion. No, you right? can tell everything. You can you tell can t- what oh, yeah. kinds of emotions they have regularly. Oh, I, I which agree. is really interesting. I agree. So I like looking at people, yeah. looking to see which places people are happiest, whatever. Right? I like seeing that. I like seeing, uh, you know, just different those kind of connections, whatever. But I just stare at people a lot, and it's just really fascinating and really fun. And I might die because of that. Or the opposite. Like, I dare you to try this. Next time you're... Let's try... Nah, maybe not the school hallways because you see these people normally. Yeah. When you're out in a public setting, I know it's going to... Every inclination of your social construct is going to tell you not to. But if you see another guy and you're walking and you look up and it's that awkward moment, yeah. just stare him in the face. And, and now, listen, he'll look away. You just do it. It's the most Chad Alpha yeah, not thing you can do. Just stare him in the face. And you will never be intimidated again, boys. If you ever feel scared on the street, if you see someone, just stare them in the eyes for just like wait until they look down. They will. They will. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's really cool how I think that's how you deal with like any for me personally, any kind of uh, insecurity or anything that I'm not well, I mean, other than like, you know, the primal whatever. Yeah, Yeah. There's like, yeah, this guy could Fuck me, me up. up, and that's good to be like that. You got to realize where you are. There's seven yeah. foot three thousand three hundred pound dude Ooh. with a gun, angry at I me. Feel like, I better be nice to him. I, I feel like not, we need yeah. a different word because we have fear, which is like, which I think has evolved. The word appropriate concern because there's like, yeah appropriate, <laughs> appropriate concern. concern. Well, no, because you can be scared of something, right? Oh yeah, like that, that like primal fear, right? Oh yeah. yeah. But then you can be like just kind of you know, have that thing that you're not really that happy about that's digging into your soul, your fear of, like, failing. And it's that, 10 p.m. and I don't want to walk home because it's dark. Like, that's, like, dumb fear. Well, no, that's dumb fear for, that's like... if you're a woman. That's dumb fear for Paul's bow. 
Paul's boat. Yeah, okay, yeah. Living okay, but, in Paul's but boat. But most other yeah, places, it's like you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to Which is actually interesting. Um, so Adeline is in Japan right now, and she oh, was okay. telling me that they visited some like school campus after after dark. Yeah. And everything, like all the cafes, all the everything was closed. Yeah. But they were all unlocked. It's because it's so safe. Because crime is minimal over there. They, they figured it out. And oh I, yeah, I was doing so some safe. research into it. Right. So ninety yeah. percent of Japan's population mm-hmm. is in the middle class. Damn. They have five thousand homeless people. Five thousand. They can put a number. Five yeah. thousand homeless. People. I know. I, they can put a name. Like, like the, yeah, a yeah, name. they can yeah. name like no. Jim, yeah. Yeah. Bill. So yeah. basically, what I was, I just kind of looked it up. So the first page of Google, I found several sources saying like yeah it's like five thousand or less people that are homeless in japan yeah that's insane or just probably like a lot of them are just mostly by choice or like they refuse help kind of stuff because i feel like in that kind of society you that you're so ready for success how can you go homeless and aren't there a yeah. lot of social programs as no, well? No, there's also the social pressure, right? You, it's, uh, dis- yeah, you're dishonoring that's, your... Yeah. Like, yeah, that's no, the problem is, yeah. with... Shameful. You're, sh- you're shunned for being like... Yeah. yeah, Yeah, but you're also... The problem with that, though, is a lot of the time you're shunned for the opposite, too. Going above and beyond. Oh, really? Because there's... Well, right, there's a process of... If you're trying to go above and beyond here in America, if you're trying to be entrepreneurial... Everyone's like, good job. Everyone's like, yes! Go do it! You know, yeah. everyone believes in you. Mm-hmm. But over there, they're just like... you. Went through, go through school, get a job, be normal. Be normal. Really? Right? Is that, Just oh, like I thought they encur- I thought everybody's parent wants them to be. They want no. That, well, like that's the why artist. this the whole school thing. Like they want you to be a doctor. They don't yeah. want you to be an entrepreneur or like a risk, musician or like famous or anything. Like anything that, with yeah. risk, anything with uncertainty, people. Don't yeah. That's what, that's what yeah, yeah, but that does it did cre- it does create a really stable uh, society. Yeah, like, yeah. like <sighs> Unlocked yeah, that night. True. you can just walk in there, and people do. They but walk you're sacrificing in there, they don't touch for anything. That. You, you sacrifice for that. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you do get that if that's what you're looking for as a society. Amen. But that—that's not. Uh, I mean, I can't speak to it. In my opinion, putting the opinion hat on. Uh, yeah. That's I. I wouldn't be happy in that. <laughs> I like, I, that. I like a little bit hat. of a little bit of unknown. I, I don't know. It's just that's not exciting to me. I'd rather have. Yeah. The free capital but i see what you're saying and that's good and that is safe that's but the america that's the american way of you're giving up things. something for that you're giving up some choices for safety and if that's mm. how you well that's you know, no that's that's everything with as far as like society as far as government goes you yeah. give up you give up rights yep. and stuff they're for, giving up different things than i would want to yeah what do you think yeah. of andrew yang have you heard of him is that the is that a, the candidate yeah, that's the Asian guy Are running. We, I don't know enough. Democratic. Yeah, I, I'm so careful with what I say. I when I am gonna talk, I need to have a solid opinion. And okay. to be honest, yes. it, what I can tell you right now is I I firmly believe, and I could be wrong. I really believe Trump has a good chance of winning. Yeah. Um, because not because he's any good, but because no pub- Republicans gonna challenge him. One tried, he got shot down. Who? Trump is gonna be. I don't. It doesn't even. I don't even know his yeah, name. It yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, so some southern senator. Duh. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not gonna get challenged. He has enough. Uh, he has enough. Uh, support. Uh, and the Democratic Party and being unbiased on here as I can, they don't have their shit together right now. All right, you got Joe Biden, right? And mm-hmm. I mean Joe Biden. If you want experience, yes, you want experience. But you gotta see who votes for for these people. Joe and the people Biden, who vote for this, oh. they don't want an old white male in charge 
They don't want him. And another thing they do is see whenever you battle with Trump, right? Which he is he is really good at turning it around and, and arguing. That's why he was he because he was a savage during the debates. That's why everybody yeah. thought he was well, cool. Yeah, that, it, and, it's and because you say, it's a TV show. It's, a TV right? show. it's an you act. Say, you say Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden says, "Hey, I don't." You know, Trump doesn't stand up for women. He 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 talks poorly of them. The locker room talk, whatever, right? Well, Trump's gonna go, "Hey, Joe." You touch girls weird in weird ways in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. seen that crap? You grope girls, so don't talk to me about that. Yeah. That's going to shut him down, right? If you can't offer, if you can't be any better than, than the adversary, it's going to be really hard to win over him. Yeah, and it, especially since our entire, well, our entire, like, as far as uh, our presidential campaigns are all based on image. It's or based on, like, you have to win an argument. That's your thing it's not um oh yeah i think if you have a degree if you somehow have experience in show business you have a better chance of you should get a degree in in the arts if you're gonna do politics okay it's more of a performance really quick um yeah. quick clip from joe biden yeah amen brother Dude, he's just. I I think he just. I think he just fucked up. Love Joe Biden. I think he just. I think he's just. I I think he's. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, but, okay. Smart, what does he mean? What is he trying to get at? What is he trying to say? Because uh, here, well, here's the thing, Dylan. If you, the, he probably we record ourselves every week or like twice a week for like two, three hours. Yeah, at least I do, true. right? Yeah. Uh, he probably gets recorded like six hours a day yeah like he's gonna slip up he's that's all he's doing is talking right? it's true talking talking, true. talking well it's talking. it's uh the, it's the it's uh your chances it's like this yeah if i go and i play a gig i play three hours a night for three nights yeah versus you who does three hours a night seven nights yeah the probability the more you do it the more probability of screwing up or like riding a motorcycle yeah. the more you ride the higher chance of getting an accident the mm -hmm. more he talks, right? It's a politician. It's his job. There's bound to be mistakes. Yeah. But that is that is a weird mistake. I think if you screw up an ambassador's name or you screw up, you know, or you yeah. switch words, that makes sense. But I, I don't Wait, know. It's saying like... So he's trying... I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to... If I'm trying to go on his side, I think he's trying to say people imply that white kids blah, 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 are this and that. People can be... <sighs> maybe in context... <laughs> no. Maybe he, in, maybe context, in context, he was making a joke about... I don't think he was joking. No, he was. He doesn't. I know joke. he's. Does, no, he's not joking. But anyway, so well, that's okay. The, to be fair, he goes on to try and cover it up, and then he goes, "Poor kids are just as smart as white kids, oh, and black kids, and Asian kids." Oh, yeah, he? I see. Yeah, he, he does, does do that. He does good, do that. That's good. Uh, I well, is that is that gonna would that end his campaign? No. No. Is that make him look silly and probably <laughs> lose a little bit of support? Makes yes. him look silly. Yeah, yeah. or, or it makes it, a lot of us laugh. It's the Trump ratio, right? Every yeah. all the other all the other uh presidents in history and the presidential candidates, they've all been trying to go the opposite direction of Trump. Trump's Trump's going past the uh the line of just like fuck ups where he can't make fuck ups anymore because they're <laughs> yeah. not fuck ups. No, the, just I, it's like he could do. I was talking to someone like he could do whatever. He could say whatever, yeah. and people would still vote for him. He could. Like he could legitimately say, like, I, "Yeah, I, I think black people are, are just a little bit of less." Out, that's that's <laughs> out of context. He could Mexicans literally say are that. Icky. Me Mexicans, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about them. I, they just gross me out. <laughs> I think at that point he could literally do that and be like, and he could still get. Like, he'd only lose honestly a, a five percent of yeah. his support if yeah, he said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. but those core people are just going to be with him the whole time it's oh, interesting like hell yeah
Well, yeah, he's built a brand. That's that's the good thing, kids. If you want to do politics, build a brand. Trump he has his did, brand. He did, didn't he? He built, he a, built brand. a brand. He had the whole Make America Great Again hats. You know, he had yeah. all of that. And it's Trump. You know? It stands for it's slimy. It's capitalist. It's yeah. like <laughs> taking it's advantage like, of everybody. The businessman, the entrepreneur. Like born the most in America, die in America, yeah, you know. His dad was some rich uh, businessman who yeah. passed it on to yeah, him. Yeah, it's such a fucking cult, but it's... it's He's the st- he's like that's that's a the, movie. He's a movie. Yeah, man. Trump is literally the, the a movie. That's why people and, like him. Uh, we were talking about this because we talk about politics too much in the last like three episodes. Even yeah. though I've tried to avoid it, but right. um, I mean this is fine, especially since it's something that you're in, really interested it's, in. Yeah, right? it's different. It's but um, yeah, and also we're only going for an hour as opposed to like a quarter of a three-hour podcast. Yeah, that's different, right? So um, anyway, one thing we were talking about is how little impact the president has compared to because our whole system is built around one person not being able to make the decisions right yeah for sure so that's the entire that's the entire system so when you elect a president they're not the person who they're not the person who makes all the decisions yeah because no one makes all the decisions no one makes most of the decisions no one makes a lot of decisions yeah they're gonna make like they're gonna just be able to start a few things and then that for the next president to shut down or whatever yeah right like that's that's all you're going to be able to do as maybe president. well yeah you just get a tiny sliver of progress and then the next president rolls it back a bit a tiny bit yeah and then the next president right, right, right. pushes it forward a tiny yeah, bit uh, anyway you know so progress is really slow definitely like yeah it's interesting the uh how our progress because we have so many people and because our system is so slow and thorough, yeah, um, we're like way behind our time, yeah, yeah. like governmentally compared to other first world nations, right? Yeah, um, which is okay because we can, they're like test dummies almost. That's yeah, true. we can yeah. see how much this kind of like socialism, this more socialist policy works, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, anyway. But Gary said something really interesting yesterday. He was like, Who is our first president? George. Uh, George Washington. George Washington. Yeah. He's, is he a politician? No. He, uh, no, he's, he's a general. He's a general. War he's hero. the face. He's, he's the, the mascot hero. of yeah, America. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He's not the leader of yeah. America. Yeah, Which is, I think that's really the truth. We don't it have a leader. It is true because really uh, the best he can do mm. with that. Well, actually, here's what I say. I say he has, the president has a very dangerous potential of being very powerful if he plays his cards right. When you get the job description... He's really, if you look at it, you're right. He's not that powerful. He could do a few executive orders, but it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you guys know the president, um, LBJ, very controversial figure. Yeah. He had some sort of savant talent for dealing with the Senate. And those are the guys that actually get stuff done. Mm-hmm. And as president, as a JFK's vice and as his own term after JFK got assassinated, mm-hmm. he was able to actually have the Senate work for him and pass ridiculous civil rights acts in the south that you would that nobody else could do it had to be him wow. so my thing is you're right uh, the president yeah he, he's not that powerful and the recent ones they haven't been that powerful in mm-hmm. my opinion i don't think they've been that strong of it but if you can somehow have a president at one point in time who can use the senate and the house to their ability yeah. who knows the right language and who knows how to push something mm-hmm. he could practically be a dictator if he wanted to 
If you were able to press all the right buttons, which you can, it's very hard. But in the right yeah, scenario, in the right scenario, he could be a Here's king. the problem he though. Like yeah. like going back to if okay, here's the problem with achieving that, right? Yeah. So we're going back to the different kinds of like being an idiot, right? Yeah. You gotta be an idiot at something to be good at something else. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be really hard to find someone who is like Trump in the fact that he can be such an act such yeah. a goof that he can get up there, right? Such or or like Obama, such a character, such a lovable, right? Like that's why pe- people just love Obama. He's just such a like good, nice down guy, sweet guy, guy right? Guy. Nice and people, he was black. Everyone, yeah, and there's that. <laughs> but he, you know, people feel like comforted, right? Yeah, he so he can gotta, speak well. He was so, one of the greatest speakers. Yeah, one of the greatest like speech writing presidents. Like, he just yeah. knew how yeah. to say it. Yeah, he knew yeah. how to anyway, speak. so go because he's he's. Less of a politician, more of a person. I think that was the big yeah, thing about him. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. not. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do speeches. He does. He doesn't do speeches about the politics. About every the you know. He does speeches about to the people. Right. That's he his does. kind of his thing. That's where he shines. So if you can be put on some kind of act that's going to get you into the office, that's the first step. That's mm-hmm. but that takes a different brain than it does to manipulate the Senate. In like so. You know, yeah, the that's really why. That's why. Under, that's why. Exactly. Under a JFK, with JFK yeah. as president, the face, the popular, mm-hmm. the king, and yet LBJ doing the dirty work with the Senate. It was really, unfortunately, got cut short. Obviously, he died. Yeah. Under circumstances, we might be able to talk about later. <laughs> on that. Um, it ended too soon. It'd be crazy to see if he wasn't assassinated, where they would be able to go, because they did have a power team. Um, that is true. It would take a really unique person to be able to do that. Will that person yeah. ever exist? Maybe not. I mean, statistically, they have to exist. They have to exist. <laughs> well, but and want to. And yeah. want to. That's the thing, because honestly, if you think about it, being the president's kind of a bum gig, dude. Yeah. You're really not. Get, it's really a bum gig. You do get 400k a year. That's nothing for what you do. Expenses That's without nothing, travel. No, you c- I could make that money going into finance yeah you yeah, do that's true it'd be so yeah, much yeah. like, people don't understand it is actually kind of easy to get money so, road if it's easy to get money why don't you do it it's because i'm 17 and i live in paul's and i don't want to sacrifice my teen years into that's, being a well that's the thing guy. it's like but money's not that hard to come by if you know how to do it yeah uh, it's just a matter but i think everyone is i think yeah money is it's something that is so there's some people who think about it like it's steady, right? Mm-hmm. You get into a job, it's steady, right? And then yeah. there are the people who are like... Uh, it's exponential. It's exponential. Mm-hmm. You have to just have to be a go-getter and get it, right? And that's true. I think a lot of people who... Uh, especially, th- we have a lot of people like that who are way, like, kind of low down, who maybe come from bad backgrounds, and they end up... Yeah. The work that they do is like that, where they're a go-getter for money, but they do odd jobs. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but then you get people who are who have a better background... And they're they're go getter for like way bigger jobs. They can they can bust yeah. their way into a market, manipulate everything in there. Yeah. And but Come out uh, on top. Yeah, but it's just and then there are people who recognize that and then stay away from it. Well see that's the beauty of America. Because then they can you, focus you can choose on that. And honestly, who yeah. cares where you come I mean, it's important to realize your roots and to honor your roots. But honestly, whoever gets that, you can start poor, you can start rich. But at the end of the day, if you are where you are, it doesn't really matter. But see that's the good thing about that's why I like the country. So I'm gonna stay here. And I don't give mm-hmm. up on it like uh, a lot of my friends. Like, oh, America sucks. It's screwed. It's Canada. Is, let's go to Canada. Let's yeah. leave. I don't give up <laughs> on it because... Li- this I don't want to go to Canada. I like... What uh, you just explained is literally what makes this country one of a kind. I get... You can. You get the choice. Because huh? I'm in America, I get... This isn't just me. Because I, I live in Washington specifically. I figured it out. I get 87.91% of my earnings. 
right? The rest goes to the government. Yeah, it's like do. that sucks, but whatever. Canada, it's like I'm. I think they take like forty percent on taxes. Yeah. After yeah. it all is worked out, you get like sixty percent. It's like what? Yeah, it's true. Where did all of it go? You know, and yeah. Anyway, too many taxes in Canada. I agree. Um, cause see the taxes. This is a philosophy, right? If you breathe in air, right? Yeah. Keep breathing. Keep breathing. You keep breathing. You eventually have to exhale, right? You can't yeah. just keep breathing in. So my philosophy, I'm pro taxes. I like taxes. You need tax. Yeah. I'm not that much of a libertarian. Oh yeah, I think taxes okay. are great. I think taxes are in moderation. I think it should be a percentage where I take, for instance. <laughs> I'm not saying this is what we do, but if it is, Dylan, you are a, a billionaire and yeah. you barely make 60K a year. Uh, I want to take <laughs> 10% from each of you, whatever that means. I don't care what else is going on. I'm going to take a flat tax or, or a, a ratio tax of 10%. Yeah. That's, I think, more of the way to do it. And I, and I think a lot of time in America, we get taxed plenty. I believe we could get taxed less yeah. and have better public funding. I think if we look really into the numbers if we if we investigate into the numbers from what i've seen and heard from talking to people um a lot of our money is actually wasted in a bunch of expenses yeah you know, and in a bunch of dumb positions that shouldn't exist everyone everyone that i know who's had a government job yeah everyone's like it's a joke it's like what the hell are we spending it's money? a joke busy work it's a joke it's, it it's a joke it's not like necessary it's busy it's work. not a lot of busy working you should see like okay the, the 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 prison for a year uh, for to upkeep a state penitentiary, okay. The budget is let's say it's ten million. You really only need five. The rest, the, you really only need five million. But out of the ten million, the other five get spent. They figure out a way to spend it. Yeah. Other than a way to save it, they spend it. So I firmly believe, and this will be if I ever do actually continue politics, I'm gonna try to spearhead this. We figure out all what's going on with the spending. We become a little, little more frugal mm-hmm. and with our wallets, right? And I believe that American people could get taxed less and actually have more services. Well, I think you can. That well, I mean, that's that's such. To me, that sounds like a really <laughs> like a a democratic approach. In that, it's idealistic, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about it's. That's a. That's what everyone wants, right? We want to cut out all the stupid shit government spends money on. But there's so many goddamn moving pieces. It's so it's it's a, just a big it's too much of a mess to really It's true, but you got to try. That's a poor kind of thinking. Uh you you can't just give up. Yeah. You got to have a hope because if I li- if there was no hope, if I didn't care, if I realized, yeah, you know the powers of be, be the powers of be, there's no point. I mean, think about how many things wouldn't happen if we just realized. Like, dude, you got to understand a few uh was it? I don't know, 200 years ago, less. Flying was impossible. Flying was yeah. for the birds. Uh-huh. Now we can fly. Yeah. Like, shit, there's so many things. Uh, what else? There's so many innovations. Going to the moon. Shit, the earth was flat, and yeah. the moon was like, I don't know, you couldn't get there. Could, uh, even just the in moon the moon was revolving around the flat earth. Yeah, or this, every, the universe <laughs> revolved like the, around the, the paper. sun. The yeah, paper. Yeah, or the, or the earth was the center of the universe. Like, we've learned so much just in the past few hundred years, right? And it's not just like, it's not just it's going to happen eventually. You need to be the person to why do not? it. Like, not just yeah, like why you not as you in try. like, you sp- like yeah. everyone Everybody, needs to be the person that does that one thing. But just never Because yeah. no one else yeah. is going to do it. And people think like, oh, someone it's else gonna will, get done. it's going to get done. It's not going to no, get yeah, done. Yeah, you people need do to need to take action. See, to see the, way that I'm th- the way that I think about it is like, so I have the, the same, I have the exact same philosophy as you do. But like you just said, like, I don't 
I don't think that there's anything to worry about with the country, right? I think it is the way it is, right? That's how I think about it because I don't, that's not what I'm, that's not what I want to focus on. Like the way I think about it is there's, if I'm going to be successful, right? So say I want to change something, right? I would want to do it a different way, like get my own money. Yeah. Because there's a lot more, I think that there's a lot more change that you could do by having, um, by making more money, right? If you become a billionaire, Bill you Gates can do, is more powerful than the U.S. government. Exactly, that's what I'm thinking. So if you if you could become the president, you could work all your life. You know, your brain's gonna be all like, you know, politics and TV and drama shit. Yeah. Uh, or you could, you know, the and the manipulating the Senate shit. Okay, maybe you could get some shit done. Mm-hmm. Or you start some sort of company or you start you know you work on your business you work on your investments you make enough money you have these plans then you can you can manipulate things a lot more that way yeah than anything else but but personally i don't want to give your money to someone if you give your money right you become you find yourself amongst great wealth someday and you give your money uh, how do you it's uncertain to see if you give your money, are you giving them your money to a person or to a cause that actually is going to do it? It's just as uncertain. It's just as uncertain having a, a candidate who tries to fix things yeah. or a group of, or a party to fix things as throwing your money at something. Cause yeah, throwing your money does help a lot. Uh, but I don't know if throwing your money is always the answer. I think as a like country, we should focus more on um, <clears throat> local governments instead of federal government. Because I there's a lot of change local governments can do and people well, aren't as invested. And it's like it's like different governments competing. It's really weird because right? we have we have the same conversation on the other pot on the other you know, the podcast with the other people. Yeah. So it's really funny that the conversation repeats itself. I don't think I'm yeah. I don't think I'm influencing you that much, but no, just the, I... the development of the conversation. What's well, the big issue is the now? The, the big, big issue, issue is right, America was founded on the idea of um, federalism, yeah. So That's local true. governments, yeah. and then the or the, you know the federal government is just like taking, changing up a few things. Don't kill anyone. Don't you know? Oh, yeah. Don't do tax evasion. Shit. Well, yeah. I think I think the thing I can agree with Dylan is that the local government. And no one gives a crap about local government, right? They yeah. don't think it's very important. But the thing is, the key, the, the beauty beauty of the local government is it's a. If you do it right, it can be a perfectly tailored suit. Yeah. And what I mean by that is there are a lot of laws and things, regulations that can apply to, I don't know, Las Vegas, Nevada, Mm -hmm. and they need it a certain way. And here, the way our economies ran and our local blah, blah, blah works uh, in Washington, Paulsbo. Yeah. Well, let's say a bigger city, Seattle. Yeah. It's different. We need to tailor the policy. We need to tailor the policy to each his own to each city or to each state at least. But yeah, you're right. I think uh, like local government is slept on, and it hasn't reached its potential. And its potential could be really great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do we want to move on? Uh, yeah, because yeah, we, yeah. we literally went on. over this exact topic yeah, let's, yesterday, let's move, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is good. But because uh, if anyone didn't, well, the thing is, like with conversations too, it's it's fine to hear stuff again. Yeah. But personally, I'm bored of it. Me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been talking about this all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So okay. But if we're going to talk about, like, if we're going to go down this, the other path of, like, making a lot of money mm-hmm. and trying to manipulate that way, or not, just making a lot of money. Yeah. So, Rowan has been in, in you've been part of the stock market for... Yeah. Uh, 
Like how long? Oh. Eleven years. Eleven years, because I I remember hearing in like middle school or something yeah. like, Bowen made like a thousand bucks. Yeah, I know oh, it's crazy. Investing. There's nothing now, right? Like nothing. A thousand dollars isn't very much to many people anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but well, for middle schoolers, for middle schoolers, middle that's a lot sure. of money. That's for sure. So uh, what what are what are your stories? Uh, what's your what's your life been? Oh, as far oh, as uh, stock, stock market, lost a lot yeah. of money, made some money. Oh, really? yeah. Like recent. Oh, isn't God. that just dude? It's a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally you don't understand. Sorry. They, listen. Yeah, that's stock market. Yeah, they literally, they had financial the best financial advisors of J.P. Morgan and like um, oh I don't know what else it is. Doesn't matter. The the best financial advisors mapped out the year of the S and P five hundred uh, five hundred, which is like all the stocks businesses. Yeah, and they try to predict the, with the money what's the best growth they could get. All right, and then they had monkeys who were blindfolded. With the whole oh, stock portfolio yeah. on the wall and blindfolded monkeys throwing darts at random ones <laughs> and the monkeys won. <laughs> they, the market can go <laughs> literally any way and there is no way to predict the market in any way. Yeah. So no matter how cool and how much you think you know, like yeah. sometimes I thought, ah, I see this business. I was looking around at it. I, I analyzed it. All right, if I put this money in now, I should be good to go. Um, and sometimes it worked a little bit. But see, you got to understand as a yeah. middle class guy, I don't have enough real money to throw around yeah in the world it's unfair it's easier to make money when you have money mm-hmm. it's just how it is if you gave me a million dollars to play the stock market i'll make more influential moves than if i started with the 500 whatever that i did yeah as a kid um but i've made a lot of money or how much if you don't mind? as a kid i don't want to talk about it okay but i dub- let's say over ten thousand. okay nice i don't want to talk about it um but i've also lost over ten thousand at one point. Yeah. Is that did I make more than ten thousand before I lost and I have some left over? Maybe, maybe not. I don't yeah. know. I just don't want to talk it's really too personal. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I've made money, I've lost money, and no matter how smart I think I am and how cool I am for doing it, mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter. And it's not a good way of it's not a good way of making income. It's no. just for fun and it's my and the money I put in, I only put in a certain amount and I've let that grow. So yeah. I'm so no matter how much money I lose at the end of the day, I only lost the 500 I started with. So yeah. it's safe gambling. It's insured. Mm-hmm. Did all the blood, sweat, and tears go for nothing? Yeah. Did I learn some stuff? like to think so. Okay. okay. So I have a question about like, so you, uh, your stock market thing, right? Did you, when, so you've learned a lot, you say, from no. that whole experience, yeah. right? So other than learning about the stock market, mm-hmm. what did you learn about yourself and about like maybe your image? Well, what do you mean? Do people think of you differently because they know you're in the stock market as a middle schooler? Yeah, I think they just think I'm a little <laughs> extra, a little eccentric. A little eccentric. I, mean, I think I've, I've, I've really wowed parents. Yeah. I, I've exp- I, so every time I meet some new parents for dinner, and, and or I have like dinner with them and we're talking, oh, and they're polite and they ask you the token question, so what do you do, Rowan? Yeah. They're very surprised to hear the answer. I play the stock market. I think through all the stuff I've done, yeah, but then I've... And through, I think through all the things I've done, and I've been involved recently with, because I've been into politics, I've gotten involved with certain political parties and, and doing charity work, or volunteer work, and like the Women's League of Voters. I've been working with them. And if I tell, if I explain to a normal parent of my friends, like, what do I, what do I do? And I've played with the stocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're really impressed. I think a lot of the kids hate me because I make them look bad in front of their parents. Yeah, like, yeah, so what does yeah, my son yeah, do? Yeah. What does Rowan do? And that's not me trying to flex or anything. 
that's just the way I do things. No, yeah, so, I, I think I think people give me more credit than I do. I, it's not that hard. It's more I just try to. But I think some people think, "Wow, Rowan's really smart because he did this at that age." Yeah. So I think I think it did help me in a positive way. So okay, does that? Because sometimes I get I'll have similar situations where I'm like like really good at something yeah. or, or like because I'm I think I'm uh, I, I'm naturally good at a lot of things, right? Yeah. My problem is that because I'm like that, right? I don't stick to anything. So I tend to be worse than other people at things because I don't stick with them, right? Yeah. I'm better like over like a large, I'm kind of good at a lot of things yeah. as opposed to being really good at like one oh, or two yeah. things, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that's really all it is. It's like effort. You put effort into one thing. That's how you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Not not putting a little a little bit of effort into a lot of things. Yeah. If you're quick to pick it up, right? So anyway, if I, if I have situations like that, that always creates a problem with my own ego. Like I have a problem, I would get problems with humility if I have, if someone, if some parent thinks like, oh, wow, your kid is so talented or so, you know, whatever like that, or just other kids. So I get that problem where I would like. I think the reason why, I think how I see it is I I think I've been, and I've red pilled myself in a way of, and no matter how much like pray or like how impressive it may look to the outside, to the parents, to my friends, to the teachers, I know what has to happen behind closed doors, which no one will ever, you you all will, I mean, you guys, might, I'm, I'll tell you about it personally, mm-hmm. but with society and with everybody else who, who's not a close friend with me, they have no idea what happens when I go to my house and I lock myself in my room and I decide to do whatever it is I'm going to do yeah. and, and how much suckiness is there and how hard I've had to work or how easy some things go. And for honestly, for every cool thing that I do and looks good on paper, something that sucks about me i fucked up a, a, a russian test or i fucked up a math test i'm just I, I just i suck just as much as everybody else i just suck less at certain things somehow god i but, hate I, sorry oh, go ahead sorry oh, but, but I, let me just finish um okay and that's what keeps me because i literally i may i joke around a, there's a big there's a fine line between and i know i've confused some people with it and that's okay because it really doesn't matter we're all teenage boys but with certain people i've confused i've drawn the line between row and the personality Kind of like Trump in a way. I don't want to compare myself to him. That's bad. But I have like the persona, the joking side of me, the crazy shit I've done and all the tall tales and then who I really am. And if you look at me when I've actually talked about things, I'm proud to say that I never actually brag about any shit that I've done because I honestly don't feel it's worth bragging. I may come off as confident. I'm a confident guy. And my philosophy is if no one believes in you, if you don't believe in yourself, who will believe in you, right? Yeah. People that like, re- sorry, sorry, I just gotta say this. Go ahead. Um, people that <laughs> yeah. I think really, really know you is that there's there's two Rowans. Yeah. There's the Rowan you see at school, right? Who's like, ah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like kind of goofy, uh, tall oh, yeah. tales, as you were saying, like, oh, when the nurse pulled me out, you know, <laughs> yeah. that whole story. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's like the the Rowan you know in the sauna. Right. Yeah. That's I like, like <laughs> I like that a lot. That's you know. Good. That's yeah. like the the real the real the real, the real. Rowan, Right. It's the actor versus the character. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think once someone really gets to know you, you can kind of separate those two people. Yeah. And I think everyone has those two. Everybody. People. I think I just do a little more extreme because yeah. I realize that it doesn't fucking matter. Yes. Yeah. That's honestly. I just play with it because it makes you guys laugh and it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. And no one's getting hurt. <laughs> so yeah. what's the point? Or I, I hope. Yeah. Not. I mean, that's that's the whole thing about lying in general or you know like putting on a character and like your tall yeah. tales and stuff it's like 
why the hell not right yeah because uh, that's the thing i realized that it literally doesn't matter like this is just a joke like, yeah who who cares so but th- sometimes i have a problem with that because i get too carried away whenever i try to like yeah i see so the yeah. thing is i've i've not when i was growing up i didn't even think about like you know my parents are always like oh you know don't lie don't lie whatever so that was just kind of one of my morals right and so as i, I got older i learned oh i can just lie to people and make them happier and make everyone's life better right it's very dangerous that's the but yeah but i'm not no i do it. the same it's the thing very is like dangerous. I, now that i realize that but i haven't grown up doing it so i'm ah. no good at it and so i just end up confusing people and like one or like feeling like like having to like think about stuff more than i should yeah no you do if you lie yeah but that's the thing you actually raised a really good point um when justifying lying, it's very touchy, and I don't want people to start not believe, uh, trusting me with things. But sometimes, I I think to myself, if this person hears this a certain way, if I tell them, is it's not gonna really hurt. It's it's gonna make it better. If yeah. they say Rowan did this, or did someone say, is this how this and this was? It, it will make people happier and it will make the situation de-escalate. Yeah. Like I've had to do it in situations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely... I don't feel any... Happens. Morally, I'm so perhaps skewed. I don't. That doesn't bother me. But I know it makes a lot of people th- really think like, oh, is it a lie? Is it a lie? But I, honestly, I think... It's it's like the government, like the CIA and shit. Like they lie to us all the time or they lie about certain operations. But it, I mean, if it keeps the better... If it keeps the peace. That's the... I don't know. Yeah, see, that's a, something that I struggle with too because it's like... uh, I feel... I mean, I'd struggle with that more on like an emotional level rather than a logical level. Yeah. Because I feel disconnected from Girl. people when I lie. <laughs> Feelings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, just, no, no, no. I mean, I'm I feel just kidding. No, I, I understand. I'm yeah, I feel, I feel disconnected from people when I, yeah, when I, I lie to them. Even if I'm, even if I'm trying to tone down a situation. Yeah. That's you know, it's like with kids is a really good example with kids working with kids. You have to lie a lot. Yeah, you do. But you kind of see how it affects them, mm-hmm. what changes, and then they'll come up to you and ask you about the lie and. And then you don't want to keep the lie going since it already kept the peace. And then yeah, you just feel like you're growing apart from them. Yeah. And so I feel like that level, the, it just takes out a whole level of intimacy that you have with people. Whenever I, whenever I think about like the government lying or something like that, I always uh, compare it to um, uh, a certain teacher that I had and um, a sound engineer. Um, this was a music teacher that I used to have a while ago. And so we would go to do performances on a stage, right? Yeah. Um, and this music teacher would go up to the sound engineer and be like, oh, did you get all the mics like fit? He didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. And the sound engineer knew that he, that he had no idea what he was talking about. So like the music teacher would go up to the sound engineer and be like, okay, is everything balanced? Is everything good? And like he would ask for like, can we place the microphone there? And the sound engineer would go like, yeah. Yeah, sure sure you know and he would go away okay that's you know know the performance would go perfectly fine without the sound engineer doing anything and then he would forget about it and the day would be over see that's different though that's different because uh i mean it's it's a really similar concept but i like that's that's something that i've learned from you dylan is that attitude of like just agreeing with people Mm -hmm. you're not lying to them you're just being like okay i'll let you have this one yeah it's like dylan does that yeah, so much true. it's infuriating <laughs> because someone's trying to argue with him and he's like well i think it's i think it's more like this and then they're like no 
I swear to no, Dylan. It's like, and he's like, oh, okay. It's not like he, it, that. Just shuts down the conversation. That's his it's personality. Like, yeah. Yeah. He just he just stops it right there in his tracks. He's like, oh, okay. I'm, they know that he doesn't believe them, but it's like. It's called an anti-stubborn, being anti-stubborn. It's yeah, just like I sometimes see. I don't feel like conflict, so I just don't. Yeah, <laughs> I see. But but you can do that with a lot of things. I think think just to think about things less. Like I've learned everyone, I think most people in this room, I don't know so much about Rowan, but most people who are you close to know. me. You never know. You, know. you never know. Yeah, Rowan knows everything. Keeps you on so. your toes. Anyway, it's yeah. exciting. Yeah, um, go ahead. Knows that I'm, I've, I'm, well, I'm notorious for being very direct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I've gotten used to it at this point. Yeah, you have to. There have been times, though, where you've just pushed yeah. it too far. Yeah, and I do, I've done that a lot. I, st- I mean, I still do that occasionally. Yeah. Where I, where I just push my being too honest, especially since I've, like, you know, I think about things differently. Of course. I connect with people a little bit differently. Yeah. And so I tend to, like, piss people off in ways I didn't know that I could. And in ways they didn't know they could be pissed off. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Or just by just by saying stuff. Yeah. So um, sometimes, because every t- every little thing that I didn't agree with, I would have to combat. I would be like, Oh. I'd be like, No, that's an obligation to. I'd be like, No. Hmm. Okay. No, I disagree. And then and then I would like tr- try to set it straight, or they would like be like, We just ha- I would have so many, like little battles going on yeah and so it's you gotta ask yourself is it worth it it, well exactly exactly that's the thing is like it's it's like uh, i would hold myself up on some some kind of like i need to have everything work the way that i want it to work yeah right like yeah you gotta conquer that probably it's not how life yeah life is never uh yeah it's never perfect like that yeah so i've i mean it's just a matter of, matter of me realizing that, like, no, things aren't. It's not worth fighting. Most well, the, the beautiful time. thing now, it's like, it's yeah. like there's there's room for compromise. There room there's room for letting people uh, have their way, even if you don't want them to have their way. But the thing is, the more you do that, the more you learn, and the more you're okay with trying things that don't fit in your own agenda. Yeah. Well, the, I think the thing is with that, right? Uh, f- identifying that and figuring out and changing it. The beautiful thing is whatever problems we have now and people need and as a teenager we forget this as as a whole because society makes us like ah punches it in our head that this is a problem fix it, fix it the beautiful thing is we're 16 and 17 and okay teenager 16 17 this is like where we all are our grade is yeah um we have so much time still especially with life expectancy going up yeah. To figure all this shit out. Like, whatever problems I have, whatever problems you guys have, personality-wise or emotionally, mm-hmm. that does not, like, impacted by us, but yourself, that you bring on to yourself, yeah. um, we have plenty of time to get those squared away. J- how we are now is not the cement. It may feel like it. I may I feel like this is how I am. Yeah. But uh, things will shape us, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry about, you know, a few, few things. Like me uh, being hard to plan shit with, like that is a problem I identify. I'm working to get better at it, but you know, I'm sure after some more experiences, you know, when I'm in college and stuff, I'll that's, figure it out. Let's not worry yeah, well, about that's it. like that's like uh, that's like me being okay with the government being like the way it is, right? Spending so much money. Whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like yeah. There's that of that idea of yeah, we're gonna get better, but at the same time, 
we have to make ourselves better. Right. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be actively trying. It's not just going to yeah. happen. But, you know, as long as there's a little thing in the back of your mind reminding you, hey, we got to figure this out. Hey, we got to figure this out. You'll, you'll be there. Yeah. We'll I'll figure it out. Did you have some questions on your iPhone or whatever? Oh, well, they weren't they weren't questions. This was just uh, stuff that we talked sure. about in chemistry that... Yeah, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> we continue. Wanted to go through. let's continue chemistry. Oh, well, I guess they were questions. Yeah. So who's your most influential teacher? Tim Adams. Adams. Tim Adams. Because he's cool. He's a freaking spy, even though he won't tell you, but I know. He's in witness protection. His name is Tim Adams. That's the most boring name ever. Yeah, I mean, we're telling people this. We're telling them that they're Russians. We're telling them that they're a Russian spy. We're telling people that he's a Russian spy. No, he's not a Russian spy. He's U.S., but he Oh, well, yeah. Sorry. U.S. spy in Russia. In Russia or in East Germany. That's where he's stationed. Which is Iron Curtain. Remember, he's old. It's like 50-something. Yeah. So it's perfect time for it. But anyway, uh, he's in the most influential teacher. He has good work ethic. He has good... Mo- I've had him for two years now. I'm going to have him... Uh, he's going to be the only teacher I've had for four years straight. I will have had for four years straight. Um, I like the way he runs the classroom. I like the way, especially what I saw my ninth grade year and some during my 10th grade year. Um, the way he realizes it's more you get the bigger picture than the details. He doesn't care yes. that you misspell. Yeah. He doesn't care that you this. And he, just, he cares that at the end of the day, you know the knowledge and he realizes he knows how to cut corners in the right way to make it really effective. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, I just remember he was my ninth grade history teacher as well. Like it was yeah. all of our oh, yeah, all of history ours. teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember I used to not do my homework because yeah. it was just took too long. I didn't care. It I was, was happy. monotonous. It was monotonous. Yeah. And I was happy with his seat and he just took me out in the hall and he was like, why don't just i want i want you to do well in this class and i'm just gonna be a bitch about it to you until you do it just fucking do something yeah yeah like you could just be like just do have something written down when you get back so you don't keep getting you try and his philosophy he's just he's big picture on like life too but like my own personal life he's like got this whole philosophy behind me it felt like but it's just really it's just teenage guys that he just understands yeah, because he was. But and it, it feels when he like went he to knows college. Me. He like failed like his first year of college or semester. He like a point one zero. Like he had the worst because wow. he didn't show up. He just completely bombed it. Like, <laughs> he's no like super. G- he had to figure it out. Yeah, he made like a big like error. His when he got he, he thought you get into college, but you didn't have to work. That's what he said. What I don't know what his thinking was. It was stupid. I don't know what's going on, but. You know, he figured it out. But the thing, yeah, the thing with him is like his philosophy, and Dylan and I have heard it over and over. It's okay to suck, but it's not okay not to try. Yeah. And that's yeah. some corny ass shit that he got from the military. I know they say it in the army all the time. That's their thing. But I mean, it, it, it still holds true. But I yeah. don't know. Just the way that he runs the class as a teacher, and, and the and his class seems like chaos, and it's really badass because his class at sometimes seems like absolute chaos, and like who knows what the hell's going on, especially during Russian. But he knows exactly what's going on. He may pretend like, "Oh, we're screwing around," but he has a bigger plan, and he always knows what's going on, mm-hmm. and that's really cool and something to take from. That's the influential teacher, Tim Adams. Tim, Tim Adams, and I think yeah. Dylan would agree with you, right? I would agree. That's yeah. like your most influential cool teacher. Yep. Um, all right, uh, so I'm going to move on to the other thing that we had written down, which was, uh, well, who's your most influential person just in your life? In my life or like celebrity? Because that's two different things. Uh, 
I don't know. Either one. I don't know. I don't know. Either one. Okay. Well, you, I'm not going to. We talked about this. So I don't know if you had an idea behind it. All right. I honestly forgot. Here's my Just, thing. <laughs> Paul's bow. You could probably talk about it. Paul's bow. Something interesting. Is really small. And I feel trapped Tiny. in Paul's bow. Me I have too. two more years. and I, I need have, to move. I have two more New years York. and I'm going to go to college in Los Angeles. I have three nice. schools I'm looking at and I have a shot. I, that's that's my work ethic paying off. It'll be my reward for busting my ass in high school. And I and God knows I have. I'm going to move to L.A. I'm going to f- go where everything in life. The, the L.A. is my paradise. It is a custom tailored place for me. In a way. I visited. I see how it is. Yeah. Our personalities match the city and mine. <laughs> but right now, Paul's was very small. And there's not very many people here that affect me other than like, oh, he's a good like. He's a good community person or family member. Like, that's cool. Everybody has those. Uh, but when, when we talk about, like, celebrities and everything, I cannot choose one because I'm not, like, a one-dimensional. As you said, there's there's many sides I look at. When it, yeah. it, more like it comes to Calibus. Because, see, in a way, there is no influence. But in a way, John F. Kennedy influences me in a way. Hunter S. Thompson. Into, so, well, I think that wait, I Wait, Hunter S. Thompson? You'll look him up. Wasn't he a... The, he was a journalist. Oh, I thought I'm he was I'm not going to say anymore. He was a journalist. Because... Uh, shoot. No, he's not a school shooter. Hunter S. Thompson is not a school shooter. He's a journalist. You can look him up. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dylan? Dylan what, do you, what do you think Rowan is? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other And other guys, like, um, in a way, like, some of the policy... Oh, um, like, certain musicians like Jimi hendrix his philosophy not just as a musician but some of his philosophies towards life if you read some of his quotes it's really good it's really it's, it's more like soul it's less like productive i'll say i mean it's some hippie my it's some hippie talk but it's more like um like soul quotes i don't know how to explain that but i'll say uh, there's too many amalgamations people i respect i look up to and i try to take and my philosophy is take the best from who i like and apply that to me so take what jivk is good at Take it, whoever else, someone else is good at, uh, in a way, and not just choose one person, but choose the best from them and make yeah. some sort of weird amalgamation of it. So that's why that's a very hard question for me. That's well, my way of dodging I mean, it. It's not, you don't need to hey, answer the most. Hey, good politician move. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's the most influential person. Obviously, there's not just like one, but like it, the, it's, a, it's a conversation starter, not conversation starter. Not a deep, like, yeah. you have to, yeah, that's, I just that's what love these, uh, this guy. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I got a, I gotta get out of here. Oh, Dylan's gotta. Oh shit, Dylan's gotta skedaddle. So, thank you. Probably gonna leave. Probably. Good to see you, man. Keep going it out. (laughs) I'm gonna keep going until (laughs) until it gets unreasonable. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so I have I've read a little bit about this concept of like willpower. Yeah. So, well, I mean, what do you know about willpower? I what willpower is. I know a few things. I know mind over matter and the 40% rule. And I shall elaborate. The 40% rule was invented by SEAL Team 6, the, the coolest fucking badass army guys you'll get, right? Um, their rule is when you're ready to quit and like, pu- like when you're running and you're tired and you're going to puke and you're ready to fall over and everything goes numb, that's your body only working 40%. When you're about to give up, you've had enough, that's actually only 40% of your potential. You got 60% left. That's pure adrenaline and willpower. By the time you're ready to quit, you've only used 40%. And that's a mind game. Your mind is telling your body to shut down. That's that's the first one. Mm. And then the other one, and I mean, how true that is? I mean, it sounds badass. So I want to believe it. I don't know. 
Well, I think maybe it's more of a placebo than anything. Maybe it's more of a placebo. And hey, in that case, it works. Yeah. So it basically... Have you have you ever had any experiences with that working for you? Yeah, I tried. I I've, I started getting into running uh, 5Ks for fun. And not... No, no, no. Not a race. Like a 5K, like it's 3.1 miles. Yeah. I'll run 3.1 miles by myself. Yeah. In the... In, in in the track, I'm not gonna run a fucking charity. Like that's weird. I don't I don't like that. I mean, it's good. Charities are great like that, but I don't want to run with people. It's more of me just putting in music and going. Yeah, well, I think that's a, there's a different dynamic. There's a different dynamic, and I'm not yeah. trying to compete. Really. Cool, because there's um there's like the athletic aspect of it too, or like charity aspect. It's like this is like a fun social thing that I'm doing with people. Or there's like yeah. the like it's more of like a meditative like one on one with yourself. Yeah, well, I don't really feel really, when I get tired or when I'm doing and I I did cross country and I run track when I'm working hard or lifting weights or when I'm really getting into it like the effort it would take me to do a five k. I'm not very I'm not really a social guy when I'm doing that. I'm not really fun to hang out with because I'm pissed and I'm just using raw testosterone. Right. To it's do it. it's definitely like it's not like I'm not here for I'm not having a good time like when I'm running. Like from like actually making my body work, and I want to give up, and I'm like I'm tired, I want to go, but I'm just forcing myself. I'm not a very social. I'm not enjoying it. I'm yeah, not there yeah, yeah. I'm it's, it's it, a different yeah. mindset. Definitely. But I I have noticed a forty percent. Like, there are some times where I really thought running or or, or lifting was like I couldn't lift this amount of weight or I I can't run this distance. Yeah, and I was able to because I just told my mind shut up, just go. Yeah, I don't know if it's forty percent, but I have experienced that. But then the other one. To continue on, what we can, what we really bonded over, the mind over matter. The when you're sick and you cannot be sick at that moment, you tell yourself, "I'm not sick. I'm not sick. I'm yeah. not sick," and you can make it happen. Or I need to memorize something for a test, and you memorize and you memorize. You wouldn't otherwise be able to, but you force your brain. It's basically forcing your brain to trick itself, lying to yourself it's, and getting away with it. That's yeah, I mean the is. way that you're putting it right now, it makes it feel like that's just. It's just like a. It's an energy thing. So yeah. you're just like, you just put more energy into it. Mm-hmm. You just put a little bit, you just put all your effort into it, right? Yeah, into not getting sick or to not feeling tired. That's the guy I've been running. Like I, I, tr- I told, <laughs> I used to be really good at running the mile, right? Until Dylan and everybody else caught up because I was just relying on pure natural finesse. Yeah. And they actually just practiced more because yeah, I never, I never thought running was that much fun for more than a few seconds. Yeah. I, so well, I used to be really good at the mile and I used to be able to beat everybody. And what I would do instead of training when I was running... I would just be like, I don't feel tired. I don't feel tired. And people are like, Rowan, are you fucking retarded? Like, <laughs> that's stupid. That, that doesn't work. But I was able to convince myself, I don't feel tired. I don't feel tired. I don't feel tired. I felt tired, yeah. but it became more of like this weird numb feeling. And it helped me not slow down. So that's the thing. It's it's, it's weird. It it's, is an energy. It is an energy thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I talk about this a lot in the podcast, but everything that you do is, everything that you think is a logical explanation for an emotional thing. Or an, an emotional difference. So, uh, you telling yourself that, uh, yeah. So you telling yourself that I'm not tired. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. That's changing. That's just your you explaining to yourself. So like that. If you sorry, I'm trying. I'm having a hard time explaining this. But if you yeah. feel that, or if you think that you feel that way, that's a logical explanation for something emotional, right? So yeah. you're gonna feel that emotion because you have that logic to connect with it yeah no you said that well you said that well i think at least for me and i'm sure it's different it's honestly just more being willing to lie to myself there's a lot of things like feelings i felt or situations where 
and it was for the better you know it, it, it's better i like this but i was able to f- to lie to my like self or my mind like i don't i feel this way versus that like if i'm feeling upset about something i can in a way force myself to rewire and not be upset about that yeah it's not it's some sort of weird like control it's a weird like self-control it's not it's not even really lying it's just it's like breaking this barrier of your perspective yeah where it's like it's not it just that's it's so everything that you feel everything that you think is so like it's not the it's not one way it's not it's yeah. not hardened it's it's like, like soft clay right yeah like you can really change everything that you think. It's malleable, that yeah, you yeah, it's malleable. That's, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think everything really is like that, and um, there's a lot of. It's it's so weird that it. I think this holds so true with like everything. If you really put your mind to something, you can do it, right? Yeah. But it's not just. It's not making it your identity. There's so many people I know that they're like, oh, I'm really into, uh, I'm really into music. Or I'm really into whatever it is. Like I'm, there's this, there's something that they, they take and they make it their personality and they make that what everyone thinks of when they see that. Okay. So I look at this person I see, this is like for, uh, for me and that'd be most people would think, well, de- I mean, depending on who, but some people, a lot of people would think, oh, that's the guy that does podcasts. Yeah. Right. Like everyone has that. Or a lot of people that have that, perception th- that thing mm-hmm. that yeah. they make their personality, yep. right? And then there's, so there are people that do that and that's how they like. Yeah, that's how they identify, right? But that has absolutely nothing to do with what you actually put into it. Yeah. Because you can just spend an hour a day goofing off on the computer and call yourself an entrepreneur or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. Like there are kids like that, right? Oh yeah, or like kids that oh, call yeah, themselves yeah, yeah, like yeah. vloggers. It's a lot of college or... kids that do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, or it's, like, it's like or like, like, like an, or a musician. I don't know, like people. That, I'm a musician, and you you play the guitar like once or twice a week, and you gig never. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and then and then you get that you get validation from other people, which is really all you're looking for. That's all you're looking for. And then, but there's no there's no actual like, there's none of you just really like seeing a goal and focusing on that goal because your goal in that situation isn't to achieve it's not to become a great musician yeah it's to make people think that you're a great musician that's true well because that's what matters because that's the thing with art right and music and that's another thing um it really doesn't matter what you think of your work you could think your work is the greatest thing for men to produce or you could think it's complete awful garbage but you are not the judge of that the it, listeners the fans yeah. are that's, that's the thing that's my problem okay that you understand, understand that's my problem with and i'm not I, I, this is actually a touchy subject for many reasons i cannot disclose it on this podcast why because things are going on now but my issue with with organized i'm jumping around so it's you are going to know what i'm talking about but they're not going to the problem with organized art especially in music organized music um the problem with that when you have a leader of of one of those of a department like that or or when you have a leader of, of art calling shots like that 
not like a band of four contributing equal members when you have someone on a hierarchy yeah, when you have yeah. an executive watching over you like a um, like a label like a label or, a or you have someone advising think of like the boss of the music and making all the shots saying yeah. we put this in it, it's hard to do art like that and, and i gotta say this right tailor what you want tailor what you play and what you make and produce for that person who may or may not understand versus the audience because this person who's in charge whether that be a teacher or an instructor or someone at a music label telling you that you're trying to write a song for that's what they think and that's what their ear likes but they're not the people the people may have a very much different opinion than whoever is in that chart in in charge of that area and that can actually cause a lot of conflict yeah well i mean i have a i have a i think that's probably one of my problems with music is that really in order to to make money off of it in order to make it your job you're not making music for you you're making music for for them for them them. which is kind of you're serving you're really serving them it's not really it's it's art yeah but it's not your art it's just it's for them to appreciate. You produce it's, it, it's, they appreciate it. It's more work, yeah. It is more work. I mean, that's why, I mean, if it wasn't that, that's why you get paid, right? Well, I mean, re- I guess, yeah, retirement is for art, art, like your art. Mm-hmm. Stuff that you just want to do to to validate your yeah, own the inner valid- feelings. It's for your own really, satisfaction. Yeah. And that's cool. I think if you, I think a healthy musician, and I, I can't talk, but I think the healthiest musician can balance both. Playing the music that makes them happy and their soul fulfilled, like, yes. Yes, and I think at the same time can advantageously uh, entertain an audience and bring them pleasure. I think really what it is is uh, it's kind of two things. It's like one, which is probably the hardest one, yeah. is like, I mean, they're both pretty hard, but like one is like really figuring yourself out and nailing what it is that you want to make. Yeah. What you want to hear. What is it out of everything that could, out of every combination of sounds, like what is the thing that I really resonate with the most. Once you can make something that just fills your own head with like, holy shit, this is so incredibly good. And not just like the, I made this mm. and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it's kind of different. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know what you're the, saying. Because they're two completely yeah, different Yeah, they're completely different. I think I felt the second one, which is like, I made this, it's high quality, I'm really stoked. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think I've ever, I've never made something that's really resonated with me so much that it just feels like it would shatter my you know if i was glass it would it's not the right frequency to like shatter see the thing that's hard about art again with that is see you can't just try to write like okay who's the best acts the beatles nirvana whoever else the best acts i I just we talk music because that's that's something we both know about yeah it's we're familiar with it the crazy thing is they had the greatest appeal to the fans. They love them. They worship Rolling Stones. They're worshipped today. Right. Everybody wears this shirt and they don't even freaking listen to the songs, but they just know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know you've made it when your band, like, no one even knows. Here's the thing. When they wrote their music, they did not have the fans involved. And you can look, just look at the way Kurt Cobain carries himself when, during his short life. Like, he does, he's, this man is not giving no fucks about what, like, right. the audience and the like, labels or what the, the fans. Same as the Beatles. They wrote the music in, in the Rolling Stones, they wrote the music because they loved the music. Yeah. Therefore, they were they felt the satisfaction of writing the music that they like and valued, and it just happened the universe and God, whoever it is, 
granted it whereas the people the fans as well like that that's why as a musician it may hard if you, i know if you're hungry for success it's hard to do so but you got to chase your passion and not the fans and the money you got to build what you like and makes you happy and then if it just happens to be and you're lucky that what you like or makes you happy resonates with the people you've made it that's kind of the second the second part about becoming a successful musician yeah it's like uh the second thing would be finding someone so okay once you have the first one down right yeah so you you're creating perfect music for yourself yeah this just means it means everything to me yeah okay then the second thing would be finding finding the people because because it means so much to you and you're a normal person yeah for the most part you know you're a person yeah you have emotions for sure so you got to find someone who because it will feel that way to someone else you just got to find that person yeah finding the audience yeah. find the right audience find one person that it means as much to them as it does to you and they'll and you have your audience yeah it's the exposure it's exposing it but um yeah but you have to really have something that you believe in and you it's love. and it's so yeah. it's so abstract and subjective well, that's why art that's why really if you have something good in music you have it good. That's why you're basically famous. You're worshipped and you're rich and you'll be remembered forever. Once you make it, it's hard to make it. But once you do, you've got it good. Yeah, and I think that's the th- it's like you can be a, you can be an incredible musician. Like, uh, let's take for example, like Jacob Collier. You know Jacob Collier, right? I have to admit, I don't. No, I don't. Okay, know Jacob so Jacob Collier is like he's pretty like a lot of people in the. I mean, there's there's two different kinds of like. Uh, musician. Well, anyway, whatever, whatever. I'll just talk about. So Jacob Collier is this guy. The he's got perfect pitch. He's got he he. What he'll do is he'll like take videos and then of people singing and he'll reharmonize them just on his phone doing like an acapella app kind of thing. Hmm. But he'll do it by ear, like basically instantaneously, like yeah, one take. Yeah. Right. He's like this insane. He's very talented. Prodigy. Yeah. yeah. And he knows everything about chords and he can he will conduct a symphony and sing and play bongos over it at the same time and like oh man it's like he's he's on another level but the thing is his music he's not as big as he could be he's the most like probably the most talented musician there is alive yeah. but he's not he's not as he's not as famous as he could be for the amount of work and effort that he's put into it he's not as famous as he could be because i don't think he's found something that really strikes a chord with people or he hasn't found the people that his music strikes a chord with yeah, that's hard. I, I think, honestly, I'm glad that I am who I am. I'm not really God-gifted, talented. If anything, the only thing I have really going for me in music is I do have the work ethic. Uh, with like pre- my guitar and stuff, I will sit in my room for hours. I will lock myself and I will yeah turn the phone off. And my friends hate me for turning the phone off. Oh, why didn't you answer? Why didn't you answer? I'll turn the phone oh, back off. To bad being a, back to Rowan being a bad texter. Bad to Rowan being a bad texter. And I will lock myself in the room and I will practice parts and I will do this and that and get ready. That's what I have going for me. I'm not really talented anyway. I mean, I'm not. Nothing's impeding me. I don't have any disabilities, but it does take me a minute to like figure everything out. But the thing is, I have the work ethic, and I'm glad that I'm not talented like savant, like prodigy. I really am because, let me ask you, other than Mozart, in the past 300 years of the music industry, when was the last time a super talented person or a savant has made it big? Tell me. You can't. Who? No one. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I agree. It doesn't resonate. It's too perfect. I don't know what it is, but 
Uh, it's the super. It's ironic. It's the super talented people. Like, let's be frank. Kurt Cobain. Well, dude, I, okay. Like, well, here's the thing. Yeah. So there's there's like a holy. I call it like the holy trinity of competence. Okay. Trinity of competence. There's like three things. So it's what like, it's uh, intelligence, and this is something I've I've learned from actually my music instructor. Okay. So, I I kind of he talks about it in relation to music directly, but right. I think it applies to just about everything. In oh, life. certainly. So. Start off intelligence. Yeah. Okay, that's number one. Number one. Number two, uh, effort. Okay. Number three, talent. Yeah. So with any two of those, you have a chance at being competent at something. Yeah. Um, so the people, yeah, so back to what you're saying, right? The people who really, you, you can have all three of those and still not do anything, but you can have just one of those, like the talent. And just put a little bit of time into it. Yeah. And you can be a Because, like, honestly, the best guys, like, uh, like Kirk Cobain, I mean, if you look at him from a musical, the songs he writes, it's nothing ridiculous. I mean, it's unique, and that's what made him cool, is it talked to people. But, like, the songwriting was genius, but the instrumentation is very basic, very primal. Yeah. Uh, Jimi Hendrix is different because he's really good at his guitar, and he is good at writing. But, like, Homeboy couldn't read music or any of that. Same as Eric Clapton. They have. They actually. All of those guys have a lot of faults in a way. What, no, not faults. I don't consider them faults. But what musicians? What my music can teach you would consider a fault. Like you play the guitar the wrong way. Yeah. Some of them play it the funny way. They don't use proper technique. They don't know how to read. They don't know dyna- like the proper names for dynamics. Fortissimo, retardando. They don't know staccato. Like they don't know. Like whoa, they're like incompetent. They're some. If you look at it like classically, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you consider, but. Honestly, at the end of the day, nothing that matters. If you can make music, again, like what we yeah. just said, if you can make music that touches people, I'm not saying if you're super talented, you can't. It's just so far, I haven't heard of anybody who's successfully done it. But as long as you can make something that's unique, because it has to be unique, especially in today's modern age of of of, of, of uh, rap and, and popular music sounding oddly similar, very similar, if you can be unique and you can write something that touches people, that's really what matters in art and especially in the music industry now yeah yeah so okay back to well let's take a trip back to let's take um, a trip back the what i originally started this topic with which has completely changed it's not this topic at all yeah but uh willpower so you're talking about um you locking yourself in a room oh yeah and you can do that you have the discipline right yeah i do so do you have an experience of like tailoring your discipline and being able to control it or uh, how do you how do you foster that those habits of discipline? Cause, oh, cause I, there's, cause oh I, I think see. okay. So I know that there's some people who just have this like mm, blessing. I think it honestly, I think it's nurture. So I think it's like their parents have done something with right with parenting, where they can just they can just sit down and they can do whatever it is, like schoolwork. They can do whatever. They just have an, an insane amount of discipline for whatever it is that they're studying, whatever it is that they're working on. And uh, then there are some people who really have to uh, work at it a lot yeah. more. There's a lot more effort that goes into developing the habit of discipline. Yeah. So do you have any experience yeah. with that? Yeah. Okay. Here's how it works for me. Uh, I get very bored very easily. I, it's very hard for me to uh, pay attention. If it, I, Here's how it works. I'm, I could care less about... Uh, if I don't care about it, I don't really like... Unless it's important like school. Like some stuff I don't care about in school. But I do try because I need the good GPA and I need to like, you know, have that. But if it comes to me in a personal preference when it comes to doing the extra work, uh, like doing the extra problems in the math, the back of the math Being book, proactive. Being proactive. 
if there's a reason for it and I value it, I'll do it, whatever it takes. So for example, guitar, I realize that for me to be able to be where I want to be, playing a gig at this certain place at this certain time and be able to play these certain songs, it requires me to sit down in my room and practice for five hours straight, not touching anything. And I realized that's what it needs to do. And I realized, okay, Rowan, that's what you got to do to be able to achieve what you want. That's the price you got to pay. Everything's at a price. Fine, I'll do it. For example, and in a non-musical way, school, right? I'm not really a, a nerd or anything. I don't really mess around too much with school. But I had two AP tests I had to study for. Uh, AP psychology and AP world test. Um, and those are grueling. And, and, and most of the people do one of them. They do the AP world in our grade. I took psych this year as well. So did I think four other students in conjunction mm-hmm. with me. So that that was double the work for the the BTS and how and I realized and I did well enough in the classes where I had a shot at getting credit for the test. And I realized, all right, Rowan, you need to study like I didn't study enough throughout the year. I just got by, which is fine. That's just maybe natural intuition or just being good at figuring out multiple choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was right, really right. no skill. It was just it was more of the skill of the it's skill not, of the skill of taking a class, not the knowledge. Yeah, of the not, class. not not knowing it, but knowing no, how yeah, to get I'm, around. I'm a really good test taker, but I never pay attention. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're very familiar. So I realized, okay, Ron, in order for you to at least pass and get credit, college credit, and show what you know, you gotta like study a certain amount of time. Like I, what I did was in the weekends, I'd get up and I'd put two hours Saturday and Sunday, two months before the AP test. Mm-hmm. I'd get up and I'm and I don't want to do that. It's weekend. But I get up. Whenever I got up, I'd put two hours. I'd sit and I'd study, and then I'd go on do whatever I wanted my day. And then Sunday, if I slept over at someone's house, then I would do it Sunday night. But if I was home, I would do it Sunday morning. I did that for two months, and that's very hard for me to do. You don't understand. It took a lot of willpower, but I realized that's what I needed to take to pass, and I passed. So, okay. So you mentioned like willpower, right? So you did two hours in the morning. Mm-hmm. What do you think would have happened if you kept trying to do two hours the rest of the day? Like one, two hours here, two hours there. Like like the the whole day was just filled with you studying. Do you think you could have done that? No, because I'm too busy. Well, okay. If scheduling issues aside. No, I wouldn't want to. It's not worth it to me. It was worth it to me to sacrifice my life just for a few more points. Because see, I recognize, I was talking to my friend Sam Gretsch about this. There's a big deviation between an A minus and an A. There's there's 4% difference between A minus and an A. And you got to tell yourself in life growing up, is four is a 4% difference worth four to five hours of my life that I could be enjoying of my weekend, right. of my day? Right, right. Is it worth it? Well, or repetitive. Repetitive. Four to five to me, no. It's not worth it. Yeah. I yeah. Went, two, hours, two hours is all I needed. Two hours is all I wanted to do. I didn't want to do two. Actually, I wanted to do none. But I bargained with myself and said, "Our own, at least do two hours." It was a number I could get my head around. Yeah, and I realized that's what I needed to do. But I, w- I had no desire, and it's n- and I want to pass. I don't want to pass perfectly. It, yeah, that's my philosophy. But yeah, but I guess with the guitar, it's different. Um, I do the practice that I think is like necessary, and I don't mind doing it because. And then also with willpower, I forced myself to practice, practice, practice. But the good thing is, what happens is, I really think it's like a, it's a cliff. Or it's a, a mountain. Exactly. I practice. You it's force like, yourself, but you get to the climax, the peak. And then it's less of a struggle. Then you get used to it. It's, it's you, your mind with habituation or something, but you get used to it. And then it's easy. It's downhill. Right. It's easy to go for, to practice that much. 
you know yeah. after you force yourself and it's i easy. think i think part of that has to do with um it's like what what do they say in the navy like their philosophy is like if you're gonna work a ton mm-hmm. you gotta make it a game yeah and i think so there's a lot of truth in that and i think what it more comes down to um it's not really making it a game but just making it so that you're not really using so much willpower yeah so it's not too much of a pain it's not it's not that much of a hassle right you make it fun in some way in some sense that way you can still you get out of it and you're not like bogged down by like i just wasted all my effort right yeah i know right so yeah i think that would probably have a lot to do with it and i'm uh this year i'm actually i need to i have a lot of things that i'm doing right now again back to my you know, I have the problem of being too scattered. Right. I have too right. many things that I'm doing. Um, but I'm really going to have to put in effort into a lot of things, especially since, okay, so I have this, I have problems where, like, I'm too spread out with stuff, right? Yeah. But I cannot force myself to, or I cannot let myself let go of something until I've hit my peak or until I've, until I've put enough effort into it where I know it's not going to pay off, if that makes sense. So, so lately I've been, the past, like, I don't know, like over half a year. I was used to be really into music, but right. more and more, I'm right. just like less into it. You seem to less. be more into the production and this, this, the background. Yeah, so. yeah. Just I'm not because I don't find as much meaning in it because of like a lot of the reasons that we've already talked about. Yeah, you know, just the business of it. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to make that into my a lifestyle. It is. There's it is. so many people that do it. It's really it's meant like, for a certain a certain person is is meant for that career. Yeah, and I I don't. Uh, it doesn't really resonate with me that yeah, much. But, right, yeah. but the thing is, there's also a discipline aspect of it hmm. because that mean that because I don't think that I want to be a musician right now. That, but it was it was such a big thing earlier for me. It meant so much to me, and I never hit a time where I was like practicing three hours a day and just really owning it. Yeah, and well, so I feel like to myself, I ask I you can't this: Did you see say, yourself? What do you mean? Five years later with it. When you practiced, did you see yourself in the future, like doing it and like? I could succeeding? see, I could see that, yeah. Which and um, that still wasn't enough. Well, the the well, the thing is, like, I I could never have like. Uh, there's so many. Okay, here's the way I like to think about For things, sure. right? If you, if you have an interest, yeah, you can foster that interest enough to make an income off of it. Yeah, you can. I mean for the most part or you can find one of most your interests most of the times yeah, yeah most of the time you can take an interest you can foster it make enough money out of it yeah okay and you can you can do it in a way that you can keep growing so you don't have to work at a like a job mm-hmm. where you whatever you don't have to work yeah, 9 yeah. to 5 like if you're really interested in rock climbing you don't have to work at a gym that's not like you know you can foster it in some other way that's going to be fun to you that's for sure and uh, my thing is like is music the thing that I really want to do that with? Yeah, well, you got to have that answer, right? Yeah, so anyway. That's me as well. To myself. That's me as well. I mean, I, I see it as temporary. Because, see, you can't... A problem I realize is you can set goals, right? It's cool. You have to set goals in a way to achieve, but it's it, it's not uh, productive to really set a goal and only follow one 20 years in advance. Me being at Coachella, like, signed, album out, platinum right. star. That's cool, but you need a little vi- taste of victory on your way to keep you going. I, I, when I p- 
practice. I imagine myself at a stage with more people watching, playing cooler songs, having more people come after me after the show saying, hey, good job. Having more like hot girls because that's my, I like that. More hot girls like, like, like thank you. Not my main, yeah, but, but it helps. Yeah, more it helps. like girl, getting more attention from girls from it, right? And I'm a teenage boy. Um, incrementally, so it keeps, it's like a mouse, right? There's little pieces of cheese to go up yeah, the hill. You know, exactly. like this one broad goal, it's hard to stay with that when it seems so far away rather than getting little tastes of victory. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah, keeps Yeah, exactly. It. But really with the mind, so we can move on from the subject. My take on it is with the mind over matter and work ethic, for instance, if it matters to me and I see it be necessary, I'll do what it takes. If I know yeah. that if I do this, I'll be able to. It's like you tell, give me instructions. Rowan, you do a job. You, I don't know, you clean dishes for three hours and then I'll give you $300. That's what I need to do. I want $300. I'll clean dishes for three hours. That's kind of how I look at it as I try to simplify it. Yeah, I do what I need. That's that's willpower. Yeah, I mean, I, it really takes a clear goal, though. That's that's the problem goal. that I ha- I'm I'm having right during my phase. Of yeah, like, do phase. I want it? Whatever. It's like do I, I have a I need a clear goal that I know is better and more worth it. The thing about music is that you, it's like it takes for most people it's gonna take a lot more effort and gonna earn you a lot less. True. Yeah, unless so you hit over, unless musician. you go over. Yeah, exactly. So many more failed that you just don't hear about. How about Eli? So, How, Eli, Eli. Uh, but wait, let me let me just finish oh, okay. what I was talking about first, though. So the uh, my thing with like the reason that I'm not quitting yet, yeah, know, like because it, it's not even a matter of quitting. Like I can still do it as like a hobby kind of thing, but just not. I I feel like I haven't realized the potential that I could have. Could have, yeah. And so I don't feel like I can let myself go yet. I need yeah. to reach a point where I'm competent mm-hmm. as a musician, and I need to have that that gig that really makes me feel good. And yeah. then once I get that, then it'll cement the cause, cement the or, or I go, that felt really good, but that's not what I want to do with myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I need that moment, and that's what I'm gonna work towards. I need to feel like I'm, I'm at a point where I can let myself quit because I've worked hard enough to know that's if it's really right. good. Hey man, I think you've done. That's perfect. I think you have the perfect philosophy behind it. Yeah, as far as what I think, Eli, you you like music. I know you're in band. Uh, tell me, what are your thoughts on that? Are you, are you considering this as a career, or do you have? Whatever? Uh, yeah, maybe not band per se, but I want to find something within music that would really um, bees. I, I'm, I really enjoy uh, music, making music, playing music. So, I mean, I definitely want to do that. And the steps that I want to take is just be able to learn more about uh, what there is, like uh, you know, chords and. Um, a theory, such and such, for sure. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. Yeah, no, could yeah, continue, man. Music's fun. <laughs> Music's good. We all know about it. All right, what's next? All right. Um. So you mentioned that one of your motivations is uh, hot girls, right? Yeah, gotta be. So on on our list from chemistry, I don't know how the hell we got to this yeah. during chemistry, but um, yeah, <laughs> but you have uh. You have certain ways that you woo women. You have a different approach to talking to girls. Oh no! Is um, that what it says? Or guess hands. Oh yeah, let's okay. see. Hmm. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, no. I was just <laughs> I was reading. Someone turned on the heater instead of the fan and almost caught the bookcase on fire. Oh. <laughs> All right. More. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So. 
Do you still want to talk about that? That's something you mentioned in chemistry. And I, what's the prompt? How to talk to women. How to talk to women. I can't give away all the tricks, right? Because I don't need people. I yeah, don't need yeah. much more competition. There's already plenty out there. Um, no, let me say this. Well, okay. First of all, no one, no one listening necessarily believes you that you you have the perfect way with women. No, I don't right? have a perfect way with women. Right? Or okay. So I just want to hear your 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 thoughts on it, though. I thought okay. Well, because because no, I think yeah. oh, you know what it was. You know what it was. We what? were talking about how I think it's just like how you view relationships because we had a completely different idea of like of um what makes i think it was like what makes a good relationship or something huh. all right well we'll tackle this one at a time so there is no perfect uh way of doing you know getting with women or con- or convincing them there right, is right. no it's, it's not a system there's no si- not that i know of there and i don't know if there's many guys like james bond like everybody gets turned down everybody has yeah, yeah. it's like see everybody has types like and, and it's hard because you the way you are with the the way Sam, this is Asian since you are, you may appeal to a certain amount, a certain kind of, of woman. And therefore you're going to have such an advantage over me that what you do and say is going to be much more different than what I right. have to say versus me and certain girls. They're either going to have obvious bias because I'm their type or they like whatever I, I have. And you're going to have to say certain things different. So there's no perfect plan, but I will say, Whoever anybody who tells you like tips like how to do this on the internet, I guess, or whatever, or people try to tell you how to get girls, watch while being skeptical because that may work for them, but I may not work for you in your situation. But I will tell you, there are some fundamentals that I've learned through trial and error, and trust me, there has been many. All right, so, so if you have Rowan's same type... Rowan, same type, or just no, no. This is general. Okay, okay. This is okay. any guy. Yeah. Any guy, regardless of type, going for any kind of girl, quiet, shy, I don't know, loud, I don't know, uh, more assertive than assertive. You. Who? Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, bigger, stronger. Bigger, stronger. Hey, whatever you're into, man. Um, here's some tips that I've learned that are universal, and there are only a few. A. Don't. Make yourself too available. If you're always saying, hey, want to hang out? Hey, want to hang out? Hey, want to hang out? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Always making excuses, whatever. Or they're trying to hang out with you. And, and if, if fishing is not fun, if you just... Fishing means you might not get catch. If if you were gonna get a guaranteed, you're gonna guarantee catch a fish every day, every time you went, it'd be called catching, not fishing. Right. The allure of the fishing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the allure of the fishing is like to have kind of a chase or whatever. Yeah. And if you make yourself it's more too exciting, exciting. And if you make yourself too available, it's kind of like you're you're giving up easy. It's like in hide and seek, you're giving away your air, your your right. hiding spot before the game is over, and that makes you look less interesting because it makes you look like you have less going on. Like if they want to hang out or something, say, hey, I want to hang out with you. I value, thank you for asking. I want to hang out with you. Let's find another time. But at this time, I'm going to a water park with some of the homies. I'm going to the movie. (laughs) It's like, like, hey, this guy's actually interesting and he's not, you know, he's he's got some stuff going on. He's he's interesting. And and that leads to another thing. The number one thing, I think, being interesting. Well, you got to have respect for yourself, too. Respect for yourself. And you got to be. That's that's not even like, that's not even how you pick a woman. That's how you treat yourself. How you treat yourself. Exactly, and it just happens too. But also, I think no matter what uh, 
demographic you are or you're trying to get with people and everybody's very different i think being interesting helps and that is a tall cause it's very hard to say well rowan what is interesting what is your definition because see what is interesting to some person is if, if i invite them on the podcast they're objectively interesting that's yeah. how i look at it that's a good idea <laughs> but many people have find different things but i don't know uh, again making having like passions and stuff and, and doing things it, it, being boring boring people People who are bored are boring. Okay, so basically what I'm hearing right now, and I don't know if, if the rest of the stuff that you're going to say about this is going to follow the same trend, but it's just like that doesn't even have anything to do with that's just being a, like a an attractive person overall. Yeah. So like it, to not just to women, like to other everyone that you're going to work with ever, Yeah. that's going to make you more attractive as just a person. Yeah. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. exactly. The beautiful thing is it's not just with women. It helps. But it's also, yeah, what I've said so far, it's also just helps uh, with life. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, that's what's great about anecdote, right? We can talk about this in relation to women, but it's... In relation, but it really could go for anything. Yeah. Um, don't be needy. Kind of like we talked about earlier with making yourself available. Yeah. But anyway, don't be needy. Don't bother them to make, hey, you didn't answer. Hey, you didn't answer back. <laughs> hey, blah, blah, blah. You know what, though? Sometimes that works with um, with guys. So girls do that, and some guys like that. Some guys... Yeah, I'm talking as guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls don't want to be bothered because looking needy makes you look like a girl because girls a lot of the time are needy. A lot of the time in relationships, not always, and it's not a bad thing. Clear. Uh, <laughs> clear from controversy. But like when guys are needy, it's almost like a, a flip, right? Like, girls yeah. don't like being bothered by guys doing that. It's like, don't you guys have something better to do, do other than be texting me and, and worrying about this? And also, when you're texting, and texting is a big fundamental part. Yeah, it is. It's a game. changer. It is. It's a game yeah. changer. It's yeah, how, actually, this, sorry. This is this is phase two of human history. Of human history. Because all in the in the past, we've got the same tricks in the book for picking up women, but now texting. Texting. It's, it it's phase it two. Off. It's the second it's, era. It's the era. It's 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 yeah exactly. Uh, texting it helps you with, and this you can't really control it has to be the other person but I, let's say this is a good way to see whether it's worth continuing with this person or not when you're texting and you're sending a brick paragraph yeah and they're giving you back a three word response and you text another brick paragraph here's what you gotta do after you talk to her go after a while talk to her for a week if you can even that long I mean sometimes I can't a week right look and then scroll up in your conversations, not to review and overthink. Oh God, did this does this answer mean this and that? Like, don't worry about. It, but look and see, see how the ratio, proportional, the texts are. And it doesn't yeah. need to be like one to one, or you need to say one thing and they say a paragraph, or even if you say slightly more and you're posing the questions and all that. Like that'll like, just you can have it, like it, more. It can't be. It just 80, can't 20. be really 80-20. I mean, it can be 60-40. It could even be 70-30. I'd say if, she's like shy, if they're a shy person, 70-30 is even acceptable. Mm. But when you get dip below, you know, when you dip below 70-30, it kind of seems obvious that that person right. is just going along. Well, I, I personally, I like, I cannot stand texting girls. And that's because I, I think it's because I have like a not great experience with like a relationship that I tried to start. And we just like, we're both kind of, we didn't know each other because we were just texting. Everything that we everything that we told each other was over text, and I don't think you that get to know ruin. someone at that all. Next step: if you ever make moves and you realize it's time to make the move on the girl, uh, and uh, go for the relation, go for it, right? Go for it. When you're time to go for it, 
you mustn't do it via text because if you do it via text, that <laughs> no. that no no that yeah, is going yeah, yeah. to no. Uh, you can ask them to go places. You can say, hey, let's go get coffee. Let's go to the movies. I've done all of that. I did just did that recently, and that's fine. But when I'm saying you're making big moves of are we going to be a couple? Are we going to go out on an official date? Because when you do it via text, like what you said earlier, that can actually set the tone for how the relationship can be. See, I would feel like I don't even I don't actually like texting even really conversations that much texting for me i think works a lot better as like logistics right we're gonna meet here whatever and i think that can make you even more attractive because yeah yeah because that's like if we see each other it's or if we talk it's only gonna be at a certain time yeah and that's gonna make it that much more special yeah for sure because if you if you're always available to text or whatever or like most of the time to text to give a few words back as a response right in between whatever else you're doing and and then also it takes back to like uh you know how much time you want to spend thinking about it it takes so much time to just or it takes so much effort it takes so much brain space to try to figure out what people mean for yeah, the other person too ah yeah yeah it's like what do how do I respond to this because I didn't see them saying it I didn't hear their their intonation or whatever I just didn't hear anything I didn't see anything I just saw you know a few sent or a few words a few sentences yeah, Never. that's the thing too. It's like uh, she didn't put an exclamation at the end. What does that mean? Le- ah, that's another point when it comes to not maybe getting but handling with, with when you're dealing with girls. And I can only talk from. I'm sure it could go the other way, but this is just me talking from a male perspective. Um, leave them to do the guessing games. Don't waste your time and energy. And I, <laughs> and dude, and I've done this. And I don't like analyzing stuff. I ain't no analyst. But even I recently too, like over the summer, um, like there's there have been, like you know a girl or whatever. And like I would overanalyze the responses, and I yeah. always be thinking. I was always paranoid. I was. I came. I was like paranoid. Like, does this mean this and that? How is she responding? She's you. Like you. You overthink it, and that's just normal. That's just what you do when you care. Yeah. It's just like why parents. So I was like, oh, is my kid safe? I mean, if your parents are good, <laughs> they like were. Yeah. Like, Where are they? Are they safe? Whatever. That's just like uh, what happens when you care. But leave the guessing games to them. Force yourself if you can. If you have the willpower, mind over matter. Say, I'm not worried about this. Okay, I'm not worried about this. Let's just like see where this goes. Let's not overanalyze. Let them guess. And, and that actually brings me to... Um, this is a controversial point. This only works... If you're one of those people that jokes around and copes by making self-deprecating jokes, which is a lot of guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. I think, yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I got nothing against them. I know some. If you're like that, ignore this tip because it's very wrong for you. But if you're like a confident, if you're the kind of guy that gets chicks on the allure of being like, you're confident, you self-respect. And not arrogant, there's a big difference. But being like confident, you know, you, you're an all right guy. There's some demand. Maybe you're not the only chick they're talking to. You're talking to at that time, whatever. If you go in with the mindset, and be careful with this because you can easily get over arrogant, get powerful, get, get your head, will, you'll get to your head. But if you can somehow manage to assume the girl you're talking to likes you a bit. That's why she's talking to you probably. If you can assume the girl likes you and you're going along with it, that will completely change. It's like tripping on acid for the first time. That will completely change. There's no worrying. There's no guessing games. And you'll feel more confident to say some things that you might not would if you were questioning He's, oh, I better not say that. You'd make less jokes and be less flirtatious. You'll be more flirtatious if you assume that the other person you're talking to likes you. Okay, I have a question for you. Hmm. 
how much of uh, this stuff that you're talking about, how much of the conversations that you have, like, like give me like a rough percentage yeah. ratio. How much of this is like in real life versus like talking on the phone, maybe if you get that far, or texting with girls? Like, what's your game? What's your arena? Oh, like I talked about the Navy SEAL rule. My philosophy is Navy SEAL, air, sea, and land, anywhere. I'll operate in any conditions, <laughs> right, right, right. via person, via FaceTime, via text, via call. What I just told you now, I will use it in all situations. Mm. It's it's universal. It, it, you can use it anywhere, anytime. No, there's no apply this. Then you you can just use these the whole time. Mm. But the, the thing, um, another thing, kind of like that, um, in regards like like helping assume the person has some interest. Maybe not even that they like you or have feelings, but like, just like they, you're not bothering, like they're in it the same, the same as you. So you're, yeah. you, you, it just, it just saves you from asking all these, all those questions. And then I think the last thing I can say, it's just kind of what I said earlier, but in a different way. Let, when I said, let the guessing games be for them. Like, Keep them on their toes. It's kind of like what I do with you guys. Like you guys don't always really know what I'm thinking or what I'm gonna do or whatever. Like what what's going on? Like what am I gonna do tomorrow? Like you guys have no idea. I'm not very predictable. Yeah. That can yeah. That gives me a half chub, man. That can be yeah right. That can be taken as either like this. You're disconnected from me, and like I, I'm not like it's like you don't have. You're emotionally disconnected because Rowan is like Rowan and we, we don't have anything intimate because he's always doing his stuff and I don't even know who he is. Who is he? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Like it can be taken that way. Or uh, it could be taken as like, oh, I don't know. It's exciting. But if a girl ever asks, if you're ever talking to a girl and they hit you with the like, the what are we text or like the, or when you're trying to make plans and they're like, is it a date? So are you? Is this a date or whatever? Okay. When you start getting those questions, go for it. You got her. If you want to sign, does she like me? Every is like, oh my god, I don't know if she likes me. Does she like me? If they ever ask you, like, what are we or is this a date? You got them because they're really subliminally just saying, yeah, I hope it is that. It's yeah. up to you. Basically, the end of the day, this is all offense. All right, you all basically want them going for you at the end of the day. You don't want to chase. No, scratch that redo everything i said all of this is telling you one thing don't chase women let them chase you and i'm not saying ignore and don't talk to them and don't go out of your way to dm and talk to girls mm -hmm. but when you make a move you need to put the ball in your court you need to one be the one playing offense make it so the girls have to try to get with you and they want to be with you and it's not you chasing them because i don't know why but girls some girls like uh, getting chased and the attention that's cool but at the same time that could easily turn into you just being like a fling and you just mm. not having value to them mm. okay i yeah I, okay i can see it this not working for a lot of people it's definitely yeah it's like definitely like personality thing yeah um but i think i have i have the same personality or similar enough personality to you yeah where i think i would go for the same method but i know like dylan for instance yeah. i don't think he could do that yeah, it's different. It only works for some people. You're right. Yeah, because there's some, it's it's a different level of for sure. Of, and kind of uh, how you, and plus it's, it's the kind of, I guess this also applies to, and these are my tips that I've used and is again someone similar like me can who's a guy but yeah I, I, I it, it's take it everything with a grain of salt right yeah it's like it's what you're going for right 
like how do I explain <laughs> it? It's like what is your aura? Like our aura we're completely different. What's gonna work for him versus me and the kind of people? He's pointing at Eli for audio listeners. Audio listeners, I'm pointing at Eli. <laughs> um <laughs> And, and this also helps with, and the, honestly, I hate to tell you this, but 90% of dating and attraction has to do with what they perceive of you as and what you're perceived as. So if you're perceived as this of, person. 90% uh, of presidential votes yeah. are based on what they perceive as you. Exactly. <laughs> right. If girls think of you as, I don't know, like some socially inept person, whatever. Sorry. You could somehow change that, but you're fighting uphill. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if girls think you're a playboy and you're and you're just like a douchebag, whatever, and that's gonna really turn a lot of chicks off. I don't think going for again. This is way. this is kind of this kind of goes with not just girls. No, it goes with life, I guess. Um, your perception is so important. So, it, it just I don't know. Take care of yourself, I guess. I don't know. Make sure. <laughs> I guess a lot of people have a cavalier idea of i don't care what people think of me right and i guess that's good with dealing with like so me i don't care what everybody thinks of me and just because one thing happens i don't care like oh guess what rowan somebody said this like okay i don't care i don't care about drama and gossip that's all bullshit i don't give a fuck yeah but i do care how i'm perceived because how i'm perceived is how okay okay yeah okay let me tell you something yeah okay you can have the sh- people saying the shittiest stuff about you. Yeah, you can have like the all the drama in the school is well. Okay, maybe th- this is an exaggeration. Of course, but like all the drama is on you, right? Yeah. Okay, everyone. Okay, but you go up to someone. You're yep. charming. Yeah. You're doing everything right. You have this great, you know. You make you make them happy. You make them smile. You make some jokes that they get. Yeah. You know, you play to them. People are gonna love you. Like oh, no yeah. matter no matter what the drama is. Right. That's the that's the real. That's the real perception. Is yeah, it, it's it's such a game, like fighting, you know, like oh he said this, she's it's like but yeah, but you meet the person in real life, everything changes. It's so different. Like I'll be honest, I've had I've had a lot of got like people, and not just I mean some a lot of girls I've had relationships with, but also guys be like, yeah, you're not like what I heard, and maybe they heard something good about me, and I really wasn't that cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah. it is like maybe I'm not yeah. as cool as you thought I was, or I'm not as much of a whatever negative or positive like wow someone told me about you but you're actually not like what i heard and that's gonna win every time yeah and the thing about gossip why you should never worry about it is it's high school and you'll remember it for five minutes and the next thing will happen and it will move on you may be in the hot seat but after literally two weeks after two weeks no one's gonna care anymore yeah so worrying about drama and all that perception well, uh, yeah. It no, just sounds like a headache. It just sounds like you're gonna thing, worry about like, stuff you can't do. It's like, if anything like that happens, it's got to be the only time it matters, really. Or no, it doesn't even matter then. But the only time you're gonna, the only time you should let it bother you mm-hmm. even a little bit is yeah. if if it changes your interactions with people face to face. Right. Yeah. If someone texts you or sends you a message, like a voice message saying, "I hate you," you're a, you know, whatever it yeah. is. It's like that's different from if you're in real life with them talking with them. Mm-hmm. Is that going to change your actual interaction with them, or like, are you yeah. going to be able to noticeably? Is it going to noticeably notice. change? It's, it, right? it's like a keyboard warrior. It's different set over. What's set over the phone is so different than real life. Yeah, and and then, and then that's like you know people confronting people who said something nasty about them online. It's like no one actually thinks that. 
No, no. no people, people sit behind their computers there, like, and send or by, on their phone, texting, yeah. talking about you behind your back, whatever. It's like no, they don't actually, they don't actually care. Yeah, and why do they have to say behind your back if it's not important? If it's important, they'll exactly. say it to you. If it's behind it, your back, yeah. if there's that cowardly to say behind your back, then it really doesn't mean anything. Well, I mean, there's, there's, yeah, there's that. I've also thought about this too because I, I think of like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a gossiper, but then I find myself talking about people. I, I'll gossip about people, and I'm like, wait, what am I doing? Okay, what if I'm? Because I go by that philosophy, right? Like, why don't I just say it to them? It's like, there is, there is, to some extent, right? Actually, no, to a very large extent, you can gossip with people, not for this, or gossip about people behind their back, if, for the sake of you're learning something from the gossip. Like, you're talking, it's not even like gossip, but you're learning something from their situation, which I think is different from gossip. It's different. I think it's, because I, 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 I think it's experiencing versus contributing. I think I if I hear something that's going on and how it's dealt, and how it's perceived and I'm not spreading it. I'm just hearing it. It's not gossip. Just hearing it. Like for like, I've heard like I've learned from a lot of people like at school, like gossip and shit I've, I've heard. And I know a lot. I, I'm in, I'm in the know of what's going on most of the time. And I've learned now. Wow. Good. If I'm going to do this better, I don't say something like this because if I do, then it'll be like, it'll have a bad consequence like this drama. Like I can hear from drama and learn. Right. Like this is what you and you, what you can and cannot get away with. Do you know what I mean? It's more like looking at it objectively, like yeah. learning what is socially okay. It's not okay to do this because it causes gossip. You know what I mean? It's almost like you're just you're learning from it. Yeah. And you're using it to your advantage. You say, okay, I learned from this person's mistake. <laughs> I'll make sure not to do this. Okay. There's that. But I mean, I'm going to use what you said earlier here. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care enough to even think about it that much. Yeah. Like that's that's too much. Yeah, that's too much thinking. I think I think uh, I think it depends on if it's in, if it involves you or your friends or Yeah, there there is that too cuz I tend to well, you know, I'm very direct. So and yeah. I have I don't have like I would consider you like well, I don't know. I I have I have different like levels of friends, right? Everyone yeah, does. oh me too, me too. But my very my close circle is really small. Yeah, I I mean the other people I don't I'll, I'll I love doing like the reason I like doing the, doing the podcast is because I can just sit down and have conversations with people. Yeah, right? they're my those are my friends, but they're not like the people that I'm really. Yeah. So I can relate to them, but I'm not on like I don't have to be super intimate with them, right? Yeah, my close friends that I I talk to a lot. If I have drama with them, that would be the only time that I would care. But I'm so close with them that I'm direct to them right away. Yeah, it's going to be involved or something, yeah. Yeah, it's like as soon as there, there's no there's no back talking because it just surfaces right away. Yeah, yeah. Or I make it, I, I bring it up as soon as I hear anything about it. Right? Yeah, yeah. And that, that dissolves all tension right away, I think. For sure. Because that's with that's not even just with conversation. That's with everything in your head, too. It's like if there's something there, there's some shadow lurking, just grab it by the head, pull it out. Ever. Yeah, I just wouldn't worry about it. I don't know. I, I don't. Life's too short. I got too much shit to worry about. Yeah, exactly. I got so much other stuff to worry about. I just don't care. If there's something you have to put effort into, like uh, I don't care. If there's something I have to put effort to that I don't care about, it's out of my mind. I exactly. Yeah. I'm very there's... basic. I'm very. I'm very primal in a way. I don't. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. People. People need. People are bored. You'd be surprised with Instagram and looking at everybody's feeds and life. They look like everybody's so exciting and cool. Being excited, being an interesting person, to be honest, is the real is a rare breed 
Um, I think I'm interesting, but I'm biased. It's like people who think their art right. is good. But I know a lot of people, man, like on Instagram and stuff, they're actually really boring people. They can just perceive it like, oh, look at me. I'm doing this. I, I got it all figured out. But honestly, a lot of people are just bored. And that's what half of this stuff derives from, all the, the gossip. And, and he said, she said. Because people don't have enough time. The people don't have other things to be worried about. Yeah. You know, it's really what it is. The, okay, you're going to hate me for this, but that's honestly how I feel about politics. Yeah. It's like, it's just, there's so much. Okay, okay. From my own, like, personal American selfish perspective. or yeah. not, You know, not American selfish, but selfish and also American perspective. Yeah. I, I could care less really how, like, for me right now, America's, like, good enough. There's some people that are in unfortunate situations, and it's because of the government, and, like, there's so much that could be done, but the me and the people around me are well off, and so I'm not going to worry about it. No, I, I think you're probably 50, 60% of the country. Yeah. Is literally the same philosophy. Or actually probably even more than that. Probably no one... even more. You're right. Probably even more that I just hey listen, I'm worried about my family and my friends and my close and my life. But I think that doesn't more, directly affect like, It's more me, unconscious worried. though. I think I'm, It is more unconscious. I articulate that a lot more than I think most people do. Uh and I cuz I aggressively like disconcern myself with politics because yeah. it's it's something that is so to me because I live in a like you know, in situation where well, everything seems to be all right. Yeah, everything right. Yeah, everything is all right for me and the people I love. Right. Yeah, and that's so, what matters at the end of the day, right? So I want to focus on the things that really I care about. I forget where I was going with that. No, but. I respect. No, yeah, you say, oh, you can hate me for it. No, I really respect that. That's literally like, yeah, yeah. It's probably seventy percent of the nation. I'm one of the people that gets worried with it, and that's because I believe I can help. If I didn't believe I could help in a way, I wouldn't bother myself. Right. It seems like I'm just I'd just be inheriting a bunch of problems. But no, you're literally like majority of the people. It, it affects their friends and their family and their livelihood. I'm They're going to vote in whatever way is going to help them or they feel is going to help them. And that's literally just being a citizen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um. Cool. Actually, I think that's, uh, that's an interesting point because it's like whatever you think is going to help you. I feel, I feel, sometimes I feel like, so I can vote based on a certain issue. Yeah. Right? The, th- the problem that I have is that I really don't know enough about politics, about maybe about history, about, you know, the way governments work. But a lot of the time, I don't know what the outcome of what I'm voting for is. Yeah. And that's really what we're voting on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I not, what you're saying. it's, uh, we can have different, we can have, most of our ideals are pretty similar. We want people to get along. Right. Oh no! Honestly, the more and I okay, a, a good thing that I, I like about myself that I can is I have friends in all places. I have rich friends, poor friends, drug addicted friends, friends whose yeah. p- dads are cops, friends whose who, whose whose dads are, are in gangs. Yeah. Um, uh, I know. I see. I see a lot of perspective. I've traveled, and I have, I have some family in different areas, and I, what the universal thing. I'm I'm getting from talking to people and, and experiencing the world. Everybody really wants the same things. Yeah. It's like my philosophy on religion. It, really, this whether you're a Catholic, a Baptist, or a, a, a Buddhist, or a, uh, a Muslim, there's really the main Ten Commandments. Treat those like you want to be treated. Do charity. Help other people out. It's like that. Everybody yeah. really wants... Like, I want things to be positive. I want my life to be continue going good, if it's good, or to be better if it's not good to improve or if it's good to keep it how it is you know keep it going i want fairness 
Mm. Yeah, most people want the same thing. Yeah. No, regardless of side. I mean, so, of course you have the radical right and the radical left and whatever. Those guys, yeah. they're on a different... Like, I think of those guys as kooky. Well, like, they, they want a different agenda. But like, 80, 80 90% of Americans. Like, not just... No, more power. than that. 99, 97% 90, yeah, of Americans. 97% of Americans. Uh, yeah, or just people, I think. Or just people um, in general. They all have a, a similar... Goal. It's, but just, that's, it's just how do you get there that, that's the deviation see that's the thing we that have I the have goal it's just the deviation yeah, yeah, yeah. of how we get there and yeah. that's my problem with like v- the idea of voting is because like i know so fucking little about yeah. politics i've not i haven't studied it for like a second you know or like yeah. i have but this the kind the amount that i've studied i really i don't feel confident enough that if i poured in like anything less than an hour a day that I would feel like I'm making the right decision ever. Yeah. I'm always going to be second guessing myself or whatever. And I think it's really, it's interesting to think that it, I can, I'm starting to see the perspective of like not having a democracy. Right. Because what do you mean? Like the people vote based on what we want. Right. And, uh, the idea is that the people don't always know what's best. I think democracy at this point is better than anything else that we have, but it's it's like weird to think that people who aren't studied can make such a big impact. Yeah, well, regardless, yeah, I'm I'm a patriot. I like I like America's the best. That's well, the I other mean, thing is that America's got a better system because republic, we aren't really the, a democracy. No, we're a republic, a republic democracy. Whatever amalgamation, people want to argue about that all day. It doesn't really matter. But whatever we have going, whatever you call the yeah, U.S. Yeah, of yeah, A, yeah. it's better than any alternates that I've seen. And I, I've yeah. seen. I listen. I, I'm I'm a history guy, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know my history, and I know I and I know my my uh, I know the gov- I know my history of governments and policy. This in America is the best we've gotten now. This is the most advanced. Right. We're only 300 something years old, but so far, this is where we need to be going. This is the this is the direction. This is advancement. If you want advanced, if you want the i, we are the iPhone. I don't know what we're on now. iPhone 11. Yeah. Well, no, they're kind of falling back at this point. Whatever. We're we're the newest iOS update when it comes to government. <laughs> okay, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing yet has came above us, or we haven't had to have 2.0 yet. But right now, right now, this is what we gotta stick with. We gotta make this better. We gotta not go to socialism, in my opinion, or go to these other places. We gotta take this, and we gotta actually improve um, on it. Yeah, for for maybe if no other reason, just the fact that there are socialist countries out there, and we gotta try something different, just to see if we can get right. Them, just to right? be a contrary. Like like even maybe if there's like some some aspect of socialism that would like help out America, or like if we turn socialist, it would be better. Like for whatever reason. We gotta go the other route just because yeah, we're no di- one's taking yeah, it. Yeah, right. We gotta see. Let's be let's pioneer, right? Yeah. For let's be the forefathers of. Why not? Let's see what's going on. Yeah. We can't hurt that bad. We got it all right. <laughs> we got it. Anyway. We got it. All right, what's next? Let's let's, let's, let's get out of politics. Listen, yeah. I love politics, but let's well, let's, let's get out of politics and girls, politics. right? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same mindset. Um so the other things that we have on here are like uh so we we talked about some kind of mind games i think there are more that we still have left to talk about i haven't, don't have them written down though different mind games but um well we can talk more we can hang we have there's some yeah. summer left we can hang out and yeah. talk yeah yeah uh other thing that i have written down this is by the way this is this is actually a list that we wrote down in chemistry when he was originally going to come on the podcast yeah so in june uh we have parents 
Shoot, it's vague. I wish we had parents colon whatever you were thinking. Whatever when you we said were thinking parents, of. Right? But we could. I, I can kind of. If we're gonna talk, if if I, I'm putting context clues in the place, I'm thinking if I'm gonna go on your show, and the subject is parents, I think what I the game what, is figuring what out we what we're talk, trying to talk. About. I think what we would be tra- talking about in this context is authoritarian and authoritative parents. How how well parents play on your role on the role of. of uh, kids and the new generation right so let's say is it good to beat the shit out of your kid and teach him discipline or is it better to leave your kid alone and let him figure it out for example me and who knows if i'm a good example of be being a good citizen so far being a good contributor is, is i'm an only child my parents worked as a kid so i had a lot of time to myself mm. what i would do as an only child is i'd overcompensate by not having a sibling to bother I would overcompensate by having a lot of friends. And I still do. I still have a, a good network of friends. Mm-hmm. And that's just what happens when you're an only child. Because, hey, I'm bored. I'm going to go hang out and do something else. Yeah. Um, but with that, I had a lot of time to myself. And I, ha- and I learned I learned best by doing. You can tell me, Rowan, the best way to fix a, a car engine is to do A, B, C, D. All right, well... I got to see it for myself and yeah. I got to put my hands on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. And um, I learned like that through life and you got to learn through mistakes. Luckily, I don't think I made too many mistakes that, that I've, I've made less mistakes than good choices. I made more good choices and less mistakes, which was works well. So I'm doing all right now. Yeah, but, some, some people would argue that it's better to make more mistakes than you. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, it's true, but I mean, I'm, I haven't gone to juvie or anything, so that's fine. I've yeah. never been arrested. Well, it's, yeah, it's about the amount of mistakes that you can make and still learn from and without still learn. fucking up your life. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I said, it's better to get in trouble now. Yeah. For all the kids watching, like us, if you're going to do something stupid, do it now because it's more forgiving. Now is uh, the time to learn. Unless it's like substances, in which case you should wait till you're like dead. Substance. Oh, uh, that's different. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, you're going to, I don't know. Whatever, you're going to get your kicks. I don't know. Do it now where the law is forgiving. Yeah. Because if you do something stupid now, that always a teenager, he'll figure his shit out. Versus he's well, 30. Versus he's 30. It sounds it sounds like a stupid concept. Like, if you're going to do something stupid, do it now. But really, like, if you're going to learn about learn that now, decision. Right now. Because otherwise, not, you're yeah. going to live your life not knowing, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's got, I mean, this is when we find ourselves now. Is this why this is such, this is why teenage years is such a, a precious, such such a controversial time. It's because this is when we really start to, to find ourselves. Well, this is when you develop the habits that are going to be repeating themselves for the rest of your As life. As an adult. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, if you practice all these good habits, they're they're not going to go away. No. No. One, okay. So you can have big moments of realization. You can have big moments of change in your life. But the habits that you develop now are going to stick with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, for sure. And the experience. That's going to be the, the unchanging thing. Yeah. The unchanging yeah. factor. Everything else can change, but yeah, your, your habits, opinions, your, your, your mental habits, habits are going to mm-hmm. be exactly the same. That's true. That's what's to develop now. That's yeah. All you gotta, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, where were we? We were talking about parents. I think. Was oh, the, yeah. Parents. Parent, um, parenting. But uh, I mean, I think the, the big thing is like, I don't know. It's such a, it's such a, I don't about, know what we were going for when know, we wrote that down. Like private school. Private school? Send your kid to private school. Is it good for him to get bullied and learn? Because life, because here's the thing. I see the allure and the and the pros of private school, but at the same time, uh, the world is not a private school. The workplace. There are jerks. There are bullies. 
and you have to learn to deal with them rather than run away to a private school. Is that the wise thing to do? So, well, here's the thing is I feel like um, with public education, you're going to shit education about whatever you're being taught. But I feel like um, you can learn a lot more socially. Mm. Right? You can really connect with people, I think, on a deeper level because you're going to have so many so many issues and so much shit that goes on. Um, yeah, so true. I think I think it really depends on what kind of person your kid wants to be, what kind of person they are. Yeah, but they don't know. <laughs> How can they know as kids what they want to be? Oh, no, I, don't, I think it's more of... Um, well, yeah, I don't know. I g- genuinely do not know. I feel like you're going to get a reading off your kid whether or not they need to go to private school, though. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, but they if might it, need to go, but they might not need to go. They yeah, might need to maybe. face the problems. I don't know, because the private school lets you foster and get away with a lot more things. I know private. I have a good amount of private school friends, and they get away. They get unchecked from a lot of things. Hmm. They get away with a lot of things that, like, socially that would be discouraged. Okay, hold on. So, examples. Uh, broad, general, unnamed examples. Like being having social quirks. Having problems with your personality, like being too arrogant oh, or being yeah, okay. too sissy or not standing up for yourself. Yeah, you don't have the, the right friends keep you in check. Yeah, or like... The right community. You know to run everywhere and you're obsessed with Minecraft. And it's we and, and, and you're just... Ah, this is a bad example. But like, you do things that are socially... And you dab all the time. You do socially unacceptable things that would not get you in hired in positions at work and whatever, that public school would easily beat it out of you. Like, hey, you don't act like that. Well, not the teachers, but just the other kids. No, the kids. Yeah. That's, it's all the kids. No, the teachers are going to so, be no, the same. So, no, I think that's the big difference, though, is, like, if, you're, if your kid needs the... If you're going to be a doctor, right, then send your send, by all means, send your kid to private school. No, but doctors are going to have to deal with other doctors that are very... that have a complex. And doctors are going to have to deal with patients that might not I, understand. Yeah, that could be true, a, but I think... A wide, see, at public school, you get a wide demographic of all sort of kids. If you're a doctor, so, but that, you're going to deal with two different, different patients. Two different aspects. You're going to have to deal with... I, I guess... Okay, so here's the thing. Is like You're going to have to deal with people your whole Always, life. Always. Right? Honestly, no matter Always. what your job, even if you're an engineer, even if you work a desk job, you're going to deal with different personalities of people. But, uh, yeah, so I think then the game is like... There, there are two different kinds of learning that you can do. Uh, you get a th- more thorough... Like education, education. If you go to private school, yeah, but but would you it be learn, enough? you learn more. I, will, will that edu- okay? Listen, you you might learn like three more things, like because see, learning is learning. I think maybe what it is is you need to like if you if if you want like the the perfect environment, you you have private school. Like a, well, okay, first of all, it depends on the school, right? Yeah, because you could have a public school that's way better than a private. school. Oh yeah, there are some. But yeah. if you know, if you get the best schooling that you can find for your kid, and then you also su- like whatever, if they have a problem, like there's the kids there aren't going to beat them into <laughs> like a, a good person. Beat them, yeah. Then you're gonna have to supplement that with something else, like uh, having them join, you know, like sports and shit. Like, uh, like you, like you uh, it's just true. gotta build a community like that. Yeah, yeah that may be the way to go. That actually might be the perfect solution. Just if you have money, send your kid to get a real good, good education, but somehow have them ba- get them balanced out by like doing enough social activities. Yeah, that would work. Maybe 
<laughs> how to parent with Rowan. <laughs> with with Rowan, Rowan in the worst. Yeah. Uh, all right, what else do you have on your list? Uh, let's see. Uh, getting in there. Um, we have personal music history. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Another time. I need to prepare for that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that was that's just about all of them. That works well because it's almost six o'clock. Scammer stories. Yeah, and I gotta also, get out of here. Also, the camera's about to run out of battery. Yeah, I gotta get out of here. All right.